This episode is brought to you by Patreon, specifically the Comic Pop Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash comic pop and find out more about how you can keep the lights on here at Comic Pop. And don't worry, we've got plenty of fun rewards, including early access to videos and weekly updates about what's happening here at the studio. That's patreon.com slash comic pop. All right, let's get on with the show now. Sweeping down upon the underworld to smash gangland comes the friend of the unfortunate, enemy of criminals. Mysterious, all-powerful character, a problem to the police, but a crusader for law. Hey everybody, welcome to Off the Rock, I'm Sal. And I'm Tiffany. This is a show where we take comics of the past week, recap them, review them, let me know what you thought about them, and then give you recommendations of books that are coming out this week we think you should pick up. You got me. I did. I didn't even know. I mean, you knew we were live. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't. Yes, you did. You saw it. You were looking right at it. What, the thing? Oh, no, I wasn't looking at that. <laughs> So uh, we got a ton of books to jump through, but before we do, of course, we want to thank everybody for joining us live. This is, of course, uh, a fun show because it is live. Uh, if you want to watch us, you can always catch us Mondays around 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, hopefully before then, not usually. Uh, of course, we're going to be jumping into that in just a minute, but before we do, I want to also mention uh, the show is sponsored by viewers like you. If you are watching the show live, you can always help us out by using the Super Chats to give us a question or comment, and we will read it here on the show, and the proceeds go directly into the, the infrastructure. Because as the YouTubers you probably watch uh, have indicated to you, AdSense isn't enough, as it, as it, as it usually turns out. Uh, that's, what they, that's what they say. Uh, it's like, you know, they're like, oh, I got the AdSense. Uh, that's why that's why every video you ever watch is like, thanks for thanks for sponsoring us, Squarespace. And it's <laughs> and it's like, not us. Nope. <laughs> we have never gotten the Squarespace call. Um, in the beginning, when everybody was calling everybody, we got like the Loot Crate sponsorship. We got all these other sponsorships. Mm -hmm. But like nowadays, nothing. So in order to supplement it, we uh, rely on Patreon. Of course, at patreon.com slash compop and the Super Chats. Um, I only mention it because... You know, I just want to explain it a little bit. Be a little more transparent about it. You know, this is what we do. This yeah. is why. You know, it's like, if we're using the Super Chats to help bring the money into the infrastructure, then what the hell are the ads for? And it's like, the ads are there for a reason, and we do need those. But also, Super Chats help in a big, bad way. Like Brian Rollins, who said, I have high hopes where Iron Man is headed, and it looked amazing. And Hellcat's back. Why not? Thanks, as always, <laughs> for all the great videos. Thank you, as always, for your support, uh, Brian. We really appreciate it, man. Yeah, we'll jump into Iron Man in just a minute, because Iron Man, of course, de re-debuted. Uh, Iron Man, of course, had debuted as Tony Stark, the Invisible Iron Man from Dan Slott. And then uh, 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 there was that Iron Man 2020 thing that happened that mm -hmm. I didn't read, and I'm not alone. <laughs> and uh, and now we're the here with uh, the dude who wrote the Doctor Doom book that everybody likes. Uh, Ryan Craig also says, finally have a study break to pop in while you're live. Thank you very much, Ryan. Welcome <laughs> to the show. And, Oh, you got me. I liked it. Yeah, I liked it too. I liked it. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying I don't like the puns, particularly when they're, like, you know, about us. I'll take it. Where uh, are the puns? Where are the puns? Uh-huh. Uh, so, yeah, uh, let's jump into it. There were so many books. That's right. You were just uh, regaling me with uh, tales of the books that you read. Uh, let's jump into them. What, what books did you read? That uh, that were fit to print I read or not. Four different X titles this week. Oh God. <laughs> I read exactly one. Oh. <laughs> so please. You didn't uh, read. Okay. Let's... Talk about some of these X titles because we gotta get through these X Men. When the hell is X of Swords starting? Soon. Because I read X Men and it says soon. It feels like it's very soon. I think it's like next week. Okay. Or like in by next week I mean like literally in a couple days. Like in two days. Hang on, I can tell you. There's like a calendar thing. It says it's 23rd. X-Sword creation number one. X of Swords creation number one, 23rd. What is that? 
Ten of Swords creation number one. That's not Ten of Swords number one. Whatever, man. Whatever. See, I consider the first issue of the event to be the beginning of the event. I'm not doing Road to Ten of Swords. Well, that's that's what all these books are. We've not we were on the road. We've been on the road. You didn't even know you were on the road. But they said you didn't know you were on the journey. They said the Ten of Swords was not the main event. This is not like the big thing. No, this has just been dealing with some of the stuff that's been going on in some of the other books. Did you enjoy the journey? I get no. I did. I quit most of the X titles. <laughs> well, that I've been reading Excalibur. Yeah, you read that one. And Hellions. And Hellions. Um, actually, what I'm going to talk about really quickly is the Giant Size X Men Storm. Yes, I did not pick that up. Uh, by Hickman and Dowderman. Yes, uh, you were very high on this because of it's Storm. Uh, well, yes, you're a big Storm fan, but also because Giant Size X Men Jean Grey mm-hmm. was so excellent. Yeah, <laughs> excellent. Oh. Um, yeah, that was excellent. This was fine. Oh. Uh, like it was fine. It, it, the issue is like it deals with remember like when you know Storm had like a like a a version of the techno organic virus. Okay. And they had to deal with it. Okay. Yeah. But, but what if you think about it like it's gonna kill her. So. Uh huh. So buttons. Oh wait, did they? Is that this? Didn't they establish that like now? Like in this? What I'm saying is. She can die. It doesn't matter. I thought she didn't... Well, if she dies, they'll just bring her back. Right, yeah, but they have to keep bringing her back. Like, she'll keep dying of it. They no. can't get rid of it? No, they can. Oh, okay. Like, her thing is like, oh, no, I see, like, life isn't about, like, the, like, redos that we're gonna get. Life's about living, and so, like, I don't want to die, so I'm gonna put a lot of people at risk in order to make sure I don't die. What? And that's what this issue is. But she's like, that's so hypocritical because she's like the front man for the resurrection like concerts. <laughs> They're not concerts. Because they all come out and she's like, yo! I don't think they all do that. I think it's just for some. I think everyone gets I them. I don't think it's for everyone. This I... is Glob, but more importantly, what is he? Gross! Hey! <laughs> what of it? Mutants! Basically, like, none of the mutant geniuses can figure out what's wrong and Monet figures out, like, how to fix it and, like, they end up like calling in like a like an AIM individual to help out. Who's like gonna turn on AIM because like they got put on a shitty project and it's like I just want to get my payday. Because they're all out. geniuses in AIM. Yeah, yeah. But basically, he's like I just want my payday and I want to get out. Phantom X is involved with this. Phantom X is like doing like his own thing, but he's also there. Like, okay. Cipher and Warlock come along on okay. the trip. Okay. Is like, it officially Warlock is no longer like a secret? straight up he's just like yo that's great me. I'm hey, here. good but like it's just for these few that are here and who knows if we're even paying attention essentially mm. um but like Foker make phantom x is doing his own thing in this sure he's like kind of part of it but not really he, he had just, his own book recently he, yeah he did i did not read that so i don't know what's going on with that and maybe i, should I think it was just their that. explanation about how they got professor x out all of that him. matters is at the end of the day they get the virus out of storm but it ends up in this containment thing and seemingly grows sentience oh no oh. and and cypher knows it okay and doesn't say anything to anybody he's just like hey i know i i he communicates with it being like i know you're alive in there when are you gonna let them know like what's up right and then that's it so That's the, the end price, of every X-Men For the price of $5, I'm like, eh, it informed me about, like, the fact that it's like, here's the thing. Right now, X-Men is a series of plates that have been thrown in the air. Yes. And you can't forget about any of them. Because you never know which one's going to hit you in the head. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. I guess that's fair. And so this is, I was like, all right, yes, of course, you can't forget about the threat of 
you know, the, the, the phalanx. The phalanx. The, like, Remember the phalanx? Yeah, yeah. And, like, the idea that, like, you know, uh, technology and, like, sentient technology could be the downfall of, like, mutant kind. Oh, no. You know what I mean? Like, so, like, I see. I'm okay. just saying, like, whether or not that actually, like, fleshes out anything, like, it's just one of those things where it's like, remember? Remember what some of the stuff that we set up? Yeah. Like, here's a little breadcrumb. Maybe. Okay. Or maybe this is like one of the 12,000 breadcrumbs that are in the forest that are going to lead you astray. Yeah. Only mm. one of the paths maybe the right one. Or maybe they all just converge and like everybody will crash into one another and it'll be a spectacular wreck. Mm. Too bad no one will be around to see it. <laughs> Thanks, Doc. <laughs> That's fair. Um, you know, How's over, the art? The art was like pretty good. I always have an issue with Datterman's faces. Yes. But like overall, like there are some really stunning images in this and like the colorist that they have for it really works well. Mm. And like... There's something, like, so different about Datterman's art and, like, really sort of works for books like this in which we're seeing things that are, like, adequate, like, weird and, like, you know, like, not, like, not, I don't want to say Ditko, but, like, that sort of, like, we're trying psychedelic something. sort yeah. of, like, imagery at times. Mm -hmm. Also, like, you know, the way in which she depicts Storm and, like, in particular, like, her clothing and her hair, it does Always give... Motion. Yeah, it gives her, like, this total goddess feel. Cool. And so, like... I think that that's a really great fit. Again, his faces for me are hit or miss here and there. Sometimes the imagery can be a little flat, but like yeah. overall, it was pretty good. There's a moment in which Monet has transformed. You know what I mean? And she got her like, yeah, And there, there's like a big eye monster thing that they're fighting. Um, because they they go into the world essentially. It's like something that Aim was working on and like whatever. And like she takes her claws and just stabs it into it, and like we see it like folding in on itself, like, and it's just really well depicted in a way that's like I don't want to think about that. Mm -hmm. No, that's cool. It's bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like, can I recommend it? No, because of the price. Yeah. If you're just high on X Men and you miss this one, and you're like, I got five bucks to spare, I guess grab it. Right. Um, it's like the Magneto issue. Yeah, I mean, like that was like literally like Magneto. That was a cool Magneto story, and this is like. A thing that There's may or may device. not mean anything, yeah. I don't know. But it's, well, it's got a, it's got its own issue, so I would hope it means something. I don't know. I don't know. So I read that. Fair enough. <laughs> okay. I remember you were excited about that. I'm, t I'm sorry it wasn't as exciting. It was not. That cover is dope, though. It is a great cover. It's a great cover. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, Scarlet Hottie mentioned, Scott lost in the way to Smodcast, ended up here. <gasps> we'll take it. Thank you very much, Scarlet Hottie. Welcome back to the show. Welcome. And, uh, welcome to this part of... The highway. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The the the, the, the turnpike. Yeah. <laughs> right? Because, like, he's Jersey, too. Yeah. Not from there. Or he's not He's not there now. No. He might be. I don't know, actually. He was he was here the other day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah. Uh, Chase Wellings also helping us out. Thank you very much, Chase. We Thank do appreciate you. it. Uh, there are, there, there's a lot to jump into. I'm going to actually leave it back to you. I want you to just kind of, like, go through a few of the ones that you were oh, like, oh, sure. I want to talk about this one. I want to talk about that one. I was one. just playing with the, the contrast mm -hmm. on the video a little oh, bit. Oh, I know, I know. I'll fix it later. Okay. Post. Um, um, let's talk about Hellions. Hellions has been on the show for a bit. I, I, I oh yeah, Hellions, uh, we, another X title. We missed the week when three came out, mm -hmm. so I uh, caught up on three. Uh, read four. Four seemingly could be the end of it or not. I don't know. Like literally, it's like, and here's the end of the story. Da 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 da. That's right. Hellions. We don't. Some of them are over. Like some of them, or at least like some of them are more like 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 pilots, where it's like, here's a few issues of this series. Do yeah. you want more? Literally, it's like it's it's a four issue series, like four issue story, I should say. Um, that really, like, wraps up on its concept. The idea is, like, a bunch of, like, mutants who seemingly would have been punished and or thrown into the pit and or whatever are formed into a suicide squad by Mr. Sinister with Psylocke, not Betsy. No. 
um, in charge Planning. of them. Yep. And off they go to take care of like Sinister's old cloning facility. Right. When they get there, Madeline Pryor's there. Yes, I remember and, that being yeah. the reveal. And like, how do I feel about this at the end? I don't. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this because it like it kind of just wraps up. There's like literally did I a did I do that joke at the end of it? Oh no. But. There is something about the crazy that is Madeline Pryor in this. Mm. She is a crazy that is like, it totally makes sense when you think about it for like a half second. Mm -hmm. Madeline Pryor's whole shtick is she's real upset and and hurt because she has not been invited to Krakoa. Right. Because she's a clone. Right. Right? Yeah. Like she's not... Yeah, I'm not technically real. Right, and so she struggles with that, and, like, she wants everyone to know that she's a real girl, essentially. Okay. And, like, she's like, how come no one notices me until I start hurting people? Oh, uh, that's okay, fair. Okay, fine, I'll show you that. And, like, so she's taking vengeance on, on like, uh, on folk, and, like, she, you know, wants um, havoc for herself, and, okay. like, she, like, made his mouth go away, and inevitably he, like, cuts it back open so he has no lips, so then he's like, it's it's messed up in a great way like she is messing with everybody and inevitably like he's still in her thrall okay and like always has been and like he gets real mad at her at one point where he's just like you know the issue is is that like i was way into you and all you could do was talk about my brother right and the fact that he didn't love you yeah and like she's like be quiet okay we're we're getting away from the you're really ruining my argument here yeah yeah so like inevitably like she is going to kill him and like everybody in order to get herself to where she wants to be Mm -hmm. and then like she's killed right because you can what what else it's four issues and what are you gonna do with madeline Pryor? right and like but like it's pretty spectacular like the whole thing is excellent and and don't forget like you know um (laughs) excellent um don't forget that um sinister's like marauder not yeah yeah she was gonna bring all of them back and have her own little army yeah she was like that's my plan i'm gonna bring them all back all at once and like she actually starts to do that and then like it goes south real fast obviously she's not allowed to do that Mm -hmm. um we kind of wrap up the fact that, like, um, don't forget that Empath is gone already. Yes. Grey Crow gets his opportunity to, like, save his people. Mm-hmm. Remember that he had his team? Yes. Like, Riptide and all that. Of course. So, like, Psylocke helps, like, Psylocke fights off Wild Child in the previous issue. Remember yeah. That? Like, he attacked. Mm-hmm. She showed dominance. Now he's, like, subservient to her. Okay. He's like, I just needed to know that someone was in charge. I feel better now. Thank <laughs> you. Fair enough. And so, like, she kind of, like, she frees Grey Crow and then, like, leaves him behind and he's like i gotta gotta get my people out of here and Mm -hmm. she's like that's fine and so if i get them out of there he shoots them all because then they can come back they can come back yeah that's Uh, their whole thing yeah that's that's their whole shtick they'll be able to come back yep and so then like he like chases after like madeline Pryor and havoc and like she's gonna like she can hear like the demons of hell calling Mm. her too and so like she's gonna like she's got this whole plan cool whole plan it doesn't matter because Greco shoots her in the chest. Oh. She dies, <laughs> and like Havoc loses it, and then like just unleashes his powers, thus crumbling the entire base, thus accomplishing their goal. Right. And that's when he says, "Did I do that?" Oh God. Um. Meanwhile, like Nanny ends up like as Psylocke and Nanny and the rest of the team are like fleeing. Nanny ends up with them in like the garbage room, essentially, and in the garbage room, it's discarded like projects which yeah. are just babies right and like that bothers them that well that bothers nanny naturally like just like oh yeah okay cool mm-hmm. so everyone basically goes back to krakoa like 
And like the, the idea is that like, it seems to have worked for the most part. Like we, we all knew empath wasn't going to work. They knew that they sent him out there. They knew it wasn't going to work. Mm-hmm. They'll bring him back. Let's try it again. Yeah. But like everybody else seems to have come out of it like better. They did like expend their energy. Wild child is now literally just following Psylocke all over the Island. Right. So he's completely under control. Like nanny, like had to be reminded to like, take care of, um, what's his name? Really? Damn it! I can't get to the page fast enough. It doesn't matter. Um, because like she's so upset. Psylocke? No. Um, Orphan Maker. Oh. Nanny has to be reminded to take care of Orphan Maker because like she's so upset about what she saw, which has like never happened before. Mm -hmm. And um, Grey Crow basically made a deal that they would bring back his team, but they're going to remove as much of the sinister genetic manipulation from it as possible. Okay, so we're getting like pure marauders. Yeah, they're going to be like in the queue and it'll happen eventually. And he's (laughs) like, that's fine. The plan is like, he's done. Right. They're all going to, like, they're not going to stick They're not going to be the marauders anymore. He's like, we finished it. Mm. And we're good. Okay. There's like a really cool like letter in one of the books basically that talks about like the idea of like, was it a good idea to put Silek in charge? Because the fact is, it's like, who are they going to follow at the end of the day? Yeah. Like, you know, us on this island or someone who bled with them in war. Like, Charles Xavier was in charge of the X-Men, but who did people turn to most of the time? Yeah. It was Scott. Right. And I was like, Fair that's, enough. That's cool. Yeah. Um, And, like, Nanny um ends up, like, confronting Sinister at the end, and that's how we end it, where, like, she basically gives him a hard time about, like, oh, you, like, all those, like, mutant children. And he's like, yeah, but, like, the whole, like, you being able to come back and everybody being able to come back is built off of my experiments and right. what I did. So, really, I'm the father of all this. Uh-huh. And, like, all of you, like, you're all, like, my children in a way. Ugh. And she's just, like, oh, how many of those experiments, like, how many of, like, your orphans or whatever, like, have, like, you know, not orphans. How many of your children have, like, you know, been born, essentially, like, of the new ones? He's like, oh, I don't, I don't have to check. And she's like, oh, I was just wondering. For when I punish you, I want to know how many orphans I'll make. And he's like, oh, that's not good. And that's how the issue ends. Like, it's really ridiculous because there's, like, some really, like, cool stuff in there with Madeline Pryor. And, like, oh, they're not going to bring her back. No. Scott goes to. Yeah, to the Quiet Council. Yeah. And they're like, no. Yeah. She's a clone. We don't bring back clones. Yeah. And Havoc's like, what the fuck? Havoc's like, come on, man. And he's like, and he's like, that's not, they don't want to do that. Them's the brakes. Yeah. Well, and then like Havoc's like, what do you want, Scott? And he's like, that doesn't matter. (laughs) And I'm yeah. like, I don't, I don't, I'm not the leader anymore. I yeah. just listen to them. So Madeline Pryor is, is, is out. dead. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. She's dead. Sure. But like, I really appreciated like what they did yes. with her. I was like, oh, that makes total sense. She's a clone. She can't come to the island. She can't be brought back. Right. Like, Except she's... there are clones on the island already. Oh, they don't want her. Right. But like, <laughs> why her? What is, what is, uh, what, See, what is. She's acting like she was forgotten. Like everyone forgot me. It could be that they forgot that actually would be brilliant if it's like Hickman just forgot what to do with her and they were like, oh, I'll do a series that like yeah. tackles that. Yeah, well, she's just like, everyone forgot me and oh, you only remember when I start hurting everybody. So that's what I guess I'm going to have to do. Yeah, I'm a villain of the X-Men. That's what I do. But like, and like, she, like the way she's drawn, there's like some really, like the art in this is great and terrible at the same time. There are a couple of really mm. bizarro anatomy issues that I caught throughout the book. But then like when we see her, like she transforms from like normal and like beautiful to like crazy and wild eyed. And I'm like, this is kind of cool because that's like cool. she's having a breakdown. Right. Right, I like that. Yeah, so it was an interesting series. Seemingly, it's over. I don't really know if this will have much to do with anything except for the fact that, like, Sinister may or may not have some plans for whatever for the future of X-Men. Mm-hmm. He's clearly tied into, like, the rebirth of, like, mutants, tied into the Chimera, which we've seen from How- House and Powers. Yep. 
So I don't know. I read it because it had like some horror elements. Yeah. And it did live up to that. But like, I'm not saying it's recommended reading. No, but it was. It was unless it you're was looking a... for that. Like if you're looking to like see Malin Pryor just be a lunatic, like go for it. Yeah. This is for you. And she looks pretty good doing it. Mm. <laughs> Yay. Uh, Ryan Craig, is it supposed to be pronounced X of Swords, Ten of Swords, or Cross of Swords? I've heard all three and I'm still a bit confused. I'm going to say Ten of Swords because of the tarot card implications that go along with it. Uh, the Ten of Swords. Swords is a suit in the tarot. There is a card that is the Ten of Swords. Yes. So it just happens to work out that the Roman numeral for tens is an X. Mm -hmm. So they can do like that play there. Um, but I I think it's supposed to be ten. There I are two other reasons I think it's ten. One, Number one, Powers of X is yeah. pronounced Powers of 10 according to hickman yeah uh and oh, yeah, two hickman said it's pronounced 10 of swords yeah there you go and you know he's in charge yeah um, yeah like <laughs> rab l uh 10 of swords isn't its own title it happens in the ongoings yeah it's a story that's happening i'm just saying like when is it actually what well, well, we're here what is part one of 10 of swords we're here like what is part one there was no there literally was like i don't know where it was but there was like a like here are the pre things to it and then yes like, there's the a list, list. I, I just list. need to look at the list there's really list. at the end but of the I'm day i'm reading a lot of not a lot of. I'm reading some of the books. Yeah. Um, I'm not. So I need yeah. to start. Uh, Jake Frang says, thank you so much for your channel. It's helping me through a hard time. I just picked up Mr. Miracle and God Country and couldn't be happier. Good choices. Those are excellent You're choices. You're making good choices, Jake. Yes, you are. I like that. Keep it up. Yeah. <laughs> the veggie Jake. Yeah. Uh, Josh Wallabaugh says, GS Phantom X and GS Storm were, a, were, the, were the A and B story. That totally make, makes sense, but like... My issue wasn't the, like, I couldn't follow along. My issue was the Storm's reasoning for not dying. Right. Which was, like... Super hypocritical. It just seemed like, it just seemed so weird. And it's written by Hickman. It wasn't like someone had to, like, figure yeah, out... Yeah, he knew that. Now, yeah. it, that, and that should have... If, if that was the case, that should have had, like, a real oh-my-god moment because of her being, like, the MC. It wasn't... I don't know. It was just... It was just... It seemed a little hand-wavy. Like, they mm -hmm. just wanted to do this, and, like, they needed to do this, and so yeah. they did it. I can imagine Marvel being, like... Um, your all the X titles that you said you needed, they're not selling the way you thought they were going to. Mm. So we need to get like five or six dollars out of people at like one at a I time. So we're I, gonna start. You need to make another GS. I you gotta yes. make another giant size X Men book. Sure. sure I don't sure. know. But uh, yeah. So um, what else we got? Should we just stick on the X Men? Why or not? Are Let's... Tired of hearing about X Men right now. I I don't mind going through X Men some more. But Lewis Cox says, "Hey, Comic Pop, will you be doing more X Men stories and back issues?" The answer is yes. Uh, we will be. I don't, not for the next month or two, uh, but I do have X-Men on the brain, as does Tiffany, clearly. Um, but no, I'm, I'm really looking forward to eventually getting to X-Men again. I'd love to do something seminal. You know, like, I, we were gonna do New Mutants when the movie came out. I'm very glad we didn't, mm -hmm. uh, because the movie was a huge flop mm -hmm. and also a critical disaster. Yeah. And uh, it did not rekindle a lot of people's love and fascination with New Mutants. And in fact, they spelled Bob McCloud's name wrong in the credits. They did. So uh, let's just get some time and space in between that movie and yeah. how great the Demon Bear Saga Demon Bear was. Demon Bear Saga is, 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 is good. It, it is a good story. It's the art that like I think does the heavy lifting. Sinkovich is if you put like him the, on your book the story is fun and it's awesome yeah. and like i think it like it, it, it was like a, a breath of fresh air in terms of like like adding that horror yes. sort of like injection into new mutants but like seriously the art like if it wasn't for that art i don't know if it would have been as celebrated yes. i don't think it would be remembered yeah like it's just it's just a perfect like amalgam of like the two yeah 
yeah. But uh, yeah, I want to do like a like a like a big old classic X Men story, like Fall of the Mutants, or more likely Fatal Attractions. Or you know, we'll story. do we'll I'll just you know cover Hellions. Or story. Hellions, yeah. Yeah, we're not gonna do that. Gonna we did Excalibur. Like... That's we're like all of the an- the non X titles. People talked about us doing Dawn of X, like just like the Dawn of X titles as one thing. See, I'm like no. Yeah, and like yeah, I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> no, but maybe at the end, maybe maybe Ten of Swords would be it would be a back issue. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, you're like you're looking at me. Am I doing it? I'm not doing it. <laughs> Fine. Uh, Rogelio Canella says, a little off topic, but have you seen Jurassic World cartoon on Netflix? No. No. I heard about it. I saw a trailer for it. I said, I'm good. Uh, I'll ask Ethan, though. I didn't I'm see... I'm actually going to tell him to go watch it. I didn't see anything of it. No. Um... While you're doing that, am I jumping Please, yes, it? yes. So, uh, Excalibur number 12. Um, if you read X-Men this week, there was something that happened at Excalibur that you probably needed to know. Oh, because I didn't read Excalibur, but I did read X-Men. Wink. Yeah. <laughs> no, for sure. Excalibur number 12 informs a, like, the opening part, or part of, like, what uh, Apocalypse is talking about in X-Men 12. In X-Men? Okay. So, if you didn't read it, let's let's chat. Let's chat about it, guys. Uh, Excalibur number 12, written by Teeny Howard, with art by Marcus Toe. Two, whatever. I think it's Toe. Toe. Marcus is like knocking it out of the park. Like his art was like good at the beginning, but like I know for a lot of people it wasn't as good as some of the other stuff we were seeing in like the like main title. Yeah, well, you know, Lineal U, Pepular Ross, but like Arby legit, Silver. like what Marcus has I feel like gotten from this is like his art is just c- becoming consistently really good, and like it's just improving as this book is going on. That's great. And so like it just just looks. Fantastic. I thought it, I, th- I didn't know Toa was going to stick on that title. I am so glad that that happened. Um, so you kind of need to know a little bit of what happened in the last issue. Um, the last issue, like, essentially deals with the fact that, like, remember... Okay, so there's a couple different things that happened. In a previous issue before this last one, um, there was, like... uh, Remember Jamie made, like, an alternate reality Uh that split into four other realities Mm -hmm. that have, like, each of the other X-Men who are on Excalibur as Captain Breton? Yes. Keep that in the back of your head. Okay. So then in the last issue, um... Shogo was carrying all the X-Men to the Citadel. They were shot down. Shogo was hurt. And then it turns out that, like, there are the white priestesses who stay with Saturnite and there are green priestesses who live outside in the forest. Okay. And they, like, kind of follow the doctrine, but they kind of do their own things and then they go against her in a way. And they, like, they're, they were taking care of Shogo. Um, and they had Jubilee, like, trapped in, like, a tree mm-hmm. because, like, she was freaking out. So essentially sure. they were trying to take care of her. She assumed that they were hurting him. And then, like, just kept freaking out. Eventually, they, they free him and, and, and whatever. And so, they she stays behind with Shogo because they need to go on to the Citadel. Yeah. And so, the rest of the team, Gambit, Rogue, and Betsy, go off to the Citadel using Richter's powers. Mm-hmm. And Richter's powers allow them to go underground because the whole area is, like, they're not going to be able to get through. Sure. So, they end up there. They're fighting off, like, the, the Citadel's, like, defenses. They take the flower that they're trying to plant to grow a gate in the citadel, which will be permanent essentially by Apocalypse's like rule. Yes. And um as like they're trying to do it, Richter takes it to start it growing, kind of throws it down. The gate grows and they're trying they've got to leave. And they're like, uh, Betsy's not gonna leave because she's like, no, I need to figure out what the hell Saturday's problem is. I'm <laughs> Captain Britain. I should be allowed here. What the hell? Right. <laughs> Rogue and Gambit are like, we're not gonna leave you behind. Sure. It's not what we do. We're in this book. We're not in any other of the books. Well, yeah, but like, no, Rogue's like, I'm not leaving you behind me. You're my friend. And Gambit's like, 
And I'm not leaving Rome. And I'm married to you, and I love you very much. Well, and I'm not letting you turn into another. No like, more, no more tree people. No more. Yeah. No more. No more no tree more lighthouses. No more. No more apocalypse versions of you. Yeah. Um. And so he, like Richter, jumped through the portal. As he was about to jump through it, he's like, "Wait, don't these magic portals need crystals to power them up? Like we saw in the first like parts of Excalibur." Yeah. So he goes through an unfinished portal, and it goes real awry. Okay. But it's everything apocalypse wanted. Everything has been what Apocalypse wanted. Yeah. Like I said, right. Apocalypse and what he doing. Well, what he doing is gathering the externals. So he gathered the externals and was like, hey, you, everybody, what's up? And in the last issue, we got a little little history lesson on Kandra. Remember Kandra? I vaguely recall Kandra. Yeah, she's like, you know, the goddess of thieves. Yeah. Thieves. Oh, no. And, yes. And the tidings and like all that. Yes. Yes. Okay, I know who you're talking about. Kandra's one of the externals. And like we get a little history lesson in the last issue in which Kandra, like, the externals are all like tied to one another, right? Yes. And like they all, like if one of them, like an external kills another external, their, their power is like, dissipated into the other externals she had like, like highlanders yeah she had a, additional power and like wanted to put it in a stone yes her like heart her, stone yeah and like so like apocalypse helps her with that okay and so she has that stone right okay. she kind of figures out that apocalypse is doing something and sure. so the stone ends up in a closet uh, in the citadel in other worlds. Okay. And so when Betsy and the Magistrix go to have a conversation, she's like, the Magistrix like, you two stay here. And like, Rogue and Gamera are like, cool, whatever. And then like, Rogue's like, you know, if all of the defenses around the courtyard are doing whatever, and they want to go talk, that was really dumb of her. And like, she shows Gambit like this, like, bureau thing, opens it up, and he's like, I'm gonna steal everything. <laughs> and he sees the stone, and he's like, he takes it. Okay. Because he remembers. Right. He remembers what that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's um, cool. Yeah. Okay. No, it is It is very Justifying cool. Justifying Gambit being in this series. Yeah, 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 yeah. So anyway, um, basically Apocalypse's plan was like, hey, like, here's the deal, uh, externals. He summons them all because they can also do that. Any external can summon all the other externals just for <laughs> thinking of them. Which okay. Is, which is why the externals never think of one another. Right. According to this. That's hilarious. Yeah, because they don't normally bring them together. They don't bring them together. Yeah. So like they all show up and like they're like, uh, what's up, Apocalypse? And he's just like, oh, I don't know, whatever. And they're like, <laughs> uh huh. He's like, you summoned us. He's like, yeah, I did, I did. Anyway, here's the thing. Um, if what makes us externals? Right. Like, what, 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 what is it? What, what is it about us that like makes us an external? And it's like, you know, the fact that like um, we can't die. Or... We have eternal life. Mm hmm. And um, I think it's that we can also like come back, and that we can like whatever. Yeah. And essentially, he's like, yeah. But like that's kind of what all mutantdom is now. Yeah, are we all? Are they all externals now? So we don't really need the externals anymore. Mm. So it says Apocalypse. Okay. And so some of the other, some of the externals are like, ah. Uh, <laughs> that's fair. What do you? What do you? What do you mean? What are you saying? I'm like, mm -hmm. what? Are, are you saying we're obsolete? He's like, I, I mean, I wouldn't use that word. But yes. Because like the fact is, like you, you can do something for the greater good, mm. and that is all of my plan. And basically, like, Richter like shoots up out of the ground because like. Apocalypse has used his like powers to be able to communicate with him in order to, to pull him through the horror that he was in. He comes up out of the ground. He's like super powerful. Like Apocalypse's plan is that like to show them the externals, like the power of the mutants. He does so. Uh, Celine and another one of the externals are with Apocalypse, and so like they fight against the others. And basically, Richter like annihilates like Kandra and a bunch of the other ones. Okay. And like one of them's still alive. And, like, he's like, oh, yeah, actually, I need you, because there's always a coven of Yeah, what four. about Exodus? 
Exodus is not there. He's an external. Not in this. Um. So I mean, it's just other. It's just a bunch of other mutants, like externals. It's uh, cruel Nicodemus, Kandra, Selene, Gideon, Saul, and Absalom. Hmm. Okay. Uh. So cruel Nicodemus, Absalom, and Saul all die. Right. The ones you couldn't name. Yeah, I, I think that's <laughs> the ones is. that you don't remember. Gideon and Selene are on his side. Okay. Maybe it's uh, no Absalom doesn't die. Cruel dies because he needs a fourth. He needs a coven. Yeah, and but so he needs like, four. He needs four. He needs four. He's like, he says it's always four. Of course. And basically, he's like their bones. Remember, he used his own bones. Yes, he's yes. Like, he's gonna, gonna use their bones. He's like, I'm gonna use their bones. And then, like, he looks at Kandra and he's like, something's wrong with this. He's this mm-hmm. moment. Where he's like, hey, I don't understand. So then, um, like Richter kind of like like feels around. And he's like, it's almost like she was like empty beforehand. It's because her like power and her everything's in the gem, right? So I come back to the citadel and like Rogue's like, you're really being weird about that gem. You sure you don't know? And he's like, I don't really remember. So like she's kind of she walks ahead and he's like starts like chatting and we can see Kandra like beautifully drawn as a ghost like hanging on Gambit. Yeah, you didn't tell your wife. Oh What's up no. With that? And he's just like, I don't I don't need to tell her this. Like you know, it doesn't matter. She's like, why'd you take my, my, my gemstone? Why, why, why? Hmm, Gambit? Mm-hmm. And, like, he's like, I'd rather have it in my hands than, like, leave it here for Apocalypse to find. Yeah. Like, I'm not doing that. So, like, basically, like, uh, the Magistrix reveals that she has the four other Captain Britons, like, encased in, like, crystals. Okay. That they exist and she has them. Okay. And, like, Betsy's like, what the fuck? And yeah. she's like, here's the thing, like, your brother was Captain Britain, and he was very good at what he did. And, like, in all the other realities, like, it's always him, and he's always really good at it. But you're not. You suck. <laughs> Fair enough. And she's like, oh, come on. Like, screw you. Like, <laughs> I've only like, been doing this for, like, a couple issues. Yeah, and so, like, inevitably, like, they, they're, like, attacked. Um, And it's by, I guess, Rogue and Gambit, because, like, they're, like, they, oh, no, it's not their attack. There's, like, an alarm that goes off because it's they realize that they stole something. And so, like, they find Rogan Gambit, and then, like, she he's got the stone, and she's like, give it back. And, like, he's like, I'm not giving it back. Meanwhile, like, Apocalypse is trying to, like, do, like, his, like, summoning thing. And, like, he reaches out to, to Gambit, and is like, I need that. You gotta do it. You gotta throw it. And he's like, so here's the thing. I don't like Kandra, and I don't want to help Apocalypse. But I can deal with Apocalypse later, and I don't want to deal with you now. And so he chucks it into the gate, thus killing her forever. Okay, cool. Forever. Nothing's forever. Nope. And so he opens up the big stone gate. The gate that he references in, in X-Men. X-Men. Right. Powered by the externals mm-hmm. to Otherworld. Yeah. Where he... They can reach Araco. Yeah. Or whatever. Or whatever. Or whatever. All we know is that, like, Saturnine is con- is very concerned about the future. Yeah. And seemingly concerned about Apocalypse. And, like, the rest of the team's like, I don't know, man. Mm-hmm. What? And, like, obviously they're also worried about jamie and like his hold on things yep. and he had these four additional captain britons but that's where the gate came from that's right. what it was like he made that happen here by like using the energy of a bunch of the externals who are now gone right right that's cool because it also gets them off the table so you don't have to explain like how all these powerhouses who might combine right, beat right. Apocalypse and like honestly if not. you were like celine and gideon and the other guy wouldn't you be like he's gonna kill us at one point yep let's <laughs> Yeah. We all we all know it. We all know it. Mm-hmm. 
And like he may not even tell anybody, and then we'll come back. Right. <laughs> Dick. Yeah. So yeah. So that that was like that was Excalibur. It was. It's funny how like I really still do like this uh, series. I know for a lot of people, it's a lot of moving parts. Mm-hmm. I think Teeny Howard's doing a really good job of controlling those moving parts. And yeah. the only time I didn't like it was that really weird vignette where they went and dealt with the wolves and like that. That was <laughs> so bizarre, that was and so I bizarre. just did not need it at all. And I'm so glad I didn't let those two issues like sour me on the series. Yeah. No. Because, like, honestly, I'm digging it. Like, I happen to like... We all know I like magic. Right. Um, and the fact that, like, Ten of Swords is referencing tarot cards and is, like, slightly tied in with this. I'm like, that's neat. Yeah. That's neat. Obviously, I think Apocalypse is going to be a driving force behind this. Naturally. Um, And I, I just think it's kind of cool. As is the case with uh, <laughs> with with X-Men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which which kind of indicates that as well. Yeah. Um, What's it called? Where are we here? Um, Decade. Decade says, uh, hey guys, love the X-Men talk. Finished the B&R run. Sal suggested uh, you in my bookshelf, and I'm collecting X-Men Blue, and I'm enjoying it. Nice. Very nice. That's great. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Very nice. I was thirsty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Radical Radish, last week's back issues was everything I could have wanted. Thanks again for doing it, and thank you, Tiffany, for turning me on to such a great book. Yay! Yeah. Um, Wonder Woman Dead Earth. <gasps> yes. <laughs> Yes. Yes. Um, somebody asked if you were going to do any spooky books for October's back issues. I don't know. Am I? Yes. <laughs> Maybe a couple. We'll see. Who knows? Uh, Delapa Fiammi Hellions 5 is part of Ten of Swords, so I don't think it's over with. The cover's badass. There you go. I was trying creation to, is part one. I was trying... Creation part one, for sure. But, like, for me, part one is everything leading up to it. Because yeah. you think I feel like you need it, so... Right, because you can't just I'm, start I'm it. saying, like... You got you got to read some of the prologue stuff. And in terms of Hellions, I wasn't sure simply because of how well this wrapped up. Yeah. And the fact that it was like I in the like timeline, you can't see far enough ahead. Right. To see it, honestly, Hellions actually came out a week later than the timeline says so. Like the, mm. like in the back of the book. Oh yeah was, yeah yeah. It was like either delayed or they misprinted. Yeah. Could be either one. <laughs> uh, X Men number twelve from Hickman and Lenilio. Oh, we're just gonna do all the X types. Yeah, this might be the last one with Lenilio. I don't remember if he said that it was the last one or if he. He's wrapping up. Okay. He will be leaving. He's going to keep doing the covers, but he's going to leave the art duties in the book. And it's too bad. Because, yes. Uh, I'm not the world's biggest Lineal U fan. Um, I get it and I appreciate it. But like sometimes I want something else. Mm-hmm. Um, but Yu's style is so distinct that like whatever the feeling is we're supposed to have uh, when we're reading X-Men uh-huh. is achieved through use art yes. like x-men supposed to feel like something else yeah because everything yeah, else yeah. has kind of a similar feel to it it's supposed everything else all the other titles uh wolverine and like uh whatever that other one was with that also had psylocke in it um oh fallen angel fallen angels uh were notwithstanding the other ones are supposed to get, evoke that feeling of like powers and powers and hawks yeah where you're like oh okay it all kind of looks the same but this mm-hmm. is so much more different yeah, and I and I dig it. Like, there's something like admittedly cool about it, and like you know, I don't know. It just gives it like a sense of importance. Yes. Um. The uh the white dude whose name escapes me. Uh, summoner. The summoner. Uh, yeah. The summoner. Uh, he. We go back to the game he was playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, back in the Empire tie-in, which yeah. was is weird. It's like it never mattered. Uh, but anyway, uh, he. he 
we get to like the game and like you think it's like oh no this guy's screwed and then it's just like apocalypse shows up and he's like i think he was Mm -hmm. but apocalypse shows up and like he's like i I need to talk to summoner he's important get out every all the other x-men go away yeah and uh i i thought and you're welcome you're welcome Mm -hmm. also but uh yeah he's like do you want to play a game and apocalypse is like do i look like i'm a player of games And he's like yeah yeah you do and i like that because like apocalypse is such a self-important dick knob and it's like what's your problem man like do i look and summoner's like i don't you're not shaking me man i don't know who like you're my grandfather yeah like we're family and i'm also like we're family and i'm 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 playing another game right and i'm a hickman character who's all white so you know i'm like super powerful mm-hmm. i'm well, one of like 17 characters hickman's created that are all white yeah and uh so you know i'm like really important and yeah. so like you don't fe- you don't scare me easily and then anyway uh so apocalypse is like is this the issue where we're gonna like info dump everything about like where you come from and everything and he's like yeah yeah so he does well you're gonna need it like here we go <laughs> yeah because like... we're not gonna need we're not gonna we're not gonna be able to accomplish everything we need and have a full issues worth of information right well it's almost like they were like well we had to do a tie-in yeah we let you we lost an issue <laughs> except no because we got like well yeah yeah, but like I think that tie-in was. I'm just. I think saying, that tie-in was just no, literally the same exact. I think this was there probably. Yeah. I'm sure oh, they, they did a little. It was more... this and Magneto fighting. Maybe. Except Magneto was fighting for no reason. Like he yeah. was fighting the. No, the... I know. It's what I'm saying. Like I wonder if they would have spread this out. Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? Only Hickman knows. I'm glad they didn't because actually this. I remember reading this and being like, "Oh, all the information! What a weird experience this is." Um, so why don't you, since you're, you're, you're kind of like on the X-Men train, tell us what the story is. What is the mutant's history of Araco and the fallen world of Amenth? I was reading this and I'm like, oh my God. Like, and all I could think of was how much Benny, the comic story, is going to hate this series. You know, I was like, this is cool. Yeah, because it's just, because it, it's, what it is it? It's a myth. It is a myth. It's a story, like, we're... We are deepening the X-Men mythology yes. with with actual straight up mythology. Yeah. And like it's, gods. It's not just magic. No. It's not just magic. No, this is mythology. Like literally, it, they tell us the story we've already seen using the panels we've already seen. Right. Which I was like, that's cool. Yeah, now the we're world was on one this. and then the sword came and it cut it in half mm-hmm. and these people came out. Uh, you know, and and they're and gonna come sucked. back, and they were this is this is the Hickman version, this is the Hickman X Men version of the Black Order, and anyway, uh, <laughs> so they're gonna show up. Um, so basically, it's like the the world is like you know like cut in twain essentially, and like you know demons and monsters poured out, and the only thing that fended them off was like Apocalypse, Apocalypse and his crew, and like at the end of the day, they they were able to send them all back, and it was like baller, but, but of course, his four horsemen and his wife. Yes. Had to go. Oh, Apocalypse had a wife. Yeah. Surprise. Here's the new character who looks a lot like Proxima Midnight, but whatever. I thought it looked, she looked a lot like him. Like, yeah, but it looks like him meets Proxima. Sure, fine. That makes you feel better. Um, it doesn't. No. <laughs> and, and so, like, they go off, and when they get there, I think it sucks. Yeah. Like, it's it's not good. It's not a good place to be. And, like, they're basically in this, like, kind of hellscape. And a lot of people, like, fall to madness. And, like... And that's the thing that blew my mind. Because I was like, wait, were there are people? Like, earlier, when we see, like, the mythology story of, like, the world apocalypse knew before we were here. Before they came here? Yeah. 
when Krakoa and Araka were one world or whatever. Yeah, well, it was like, I, I assume what it was, was it was like when the world was cut in twain, there were still people on the other side. Right. But we never see those people and now we do. And, and they're like, and they're mutants. And they're mutants and they're there. And like, basically like Apocalypse's wife, uh, uh, Genesis. Yes. And I think that came up. I think she's she's been mentioned in this series before. But... Right. Genesis... And, like, the four, and I suppose, like, the rest, they, they, they form, like, civilization, and they, like, essentially make, like, a city in which they defend, and there's, like, these towers, there's ten towers. Ten towers. Ten towers! Yeah, you'd say there's, uh, ten of swords, ten powers of ten, ten, yeah. ten, 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 ten. It's an X, so what are you gonna do? And it, we get, like, this almost, like, sort of, like, um, like... America, like, you know, Pilgrim's kind of, like, moment yes. in which, they, like, there's, like, the first baby born, and, mm -hmm. like, it's Summoner, and Summoner is born seemingly to one of the horsemen? Yes. Yeah, right? Yeah, because they show the the horseman again from the back. Yeah, her. Yeah. And this blue dude. Yeah. <laughs> and this blue guy. Mm-hmm. Apocalypse's son, presumably. I, yeah, oh yeah, I guess so. Maybe, maybe Genesis... Because, like, was with child or took the child. Because Summoner says that, like, when, like, basically, in order to do this, it's separated, like, you know, you know, father and... Yes. Or, like, husband and wife and, like, child or right, whatever. Right, exactly. And they're like, oh, okay, exactly. cool, whatever. Um, and so, like, they basically... It, this is cool because, like, there's a panel in which... What? Leave me alone. Okay. No, I just... Uh, because I'm like, oh, my God. They're, they're, the the X-Men are so stupid. They're just falling right into a box. They can't the help it. Oh, my gosh. So, like, we get to see this image from, like, Araco. The time before. The time before in Araco, in which there's, like, what looks like a quiet council in and a big circle. And freaking Krakoa! And there's, like... Well, it's not Krakoa. No, but it's, like... It's it's, a, it's Araco. Yeah, it's Araco. Like, the, the living country... Or plant, like, land yeah, they're on. Yeah, there it is. And like one of their um like like soothsayers essentially there's a better word for it yes um comes forth and is like hey, we're all screwed yeah we're we're all going to die yeah like when I saw the towers fall my eyes fell out yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's how bad things are uh no they went blind but I like my my, my eyes fell out yeah. And Genesis um, wants to kill him. Genesis, for his... like, laughs and is like, I'll take your head. But instead of doing that, she takes him seriously and, like, gathers her troops and, like, rides out and, like, wages, a, like, a, a long war. And, like, the war lasts for, like, years, yep. essentially. And she's out there. And, oh, like, and I love it because, like, they, store, they tell the story about how, like, we never, like, the people never see them. No. But they hear every, like, six months to a couple of years, like, Word victories. Of... Yeah. And so they celebrate them like Christmas. And so they're like, oh, things are going well out there. Yeah, and, and they're chipping away at this army to get at, like, yeah. the, not the, like, the, like, the Goblin King or whatever. Whoever's in charge of uh, yeah, the army. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, essentially, that's it. But, like, first on their way, they stop at, um, this, like, like, Citadel-looking thing. Yes, <laughs> which they call the White Sword. Well, I, that's, I guess that's what it is. Yeah, the stronghold is that, it, it, there's, like, a person there. Yeah. And, like... He was their healer, an immortal, an external. An external. An external. The white sword, who, like, was able to resurrect beings. Now, I'm like, is this supposed to be what Apocalypse's son became? I don't know. That, is this that, Apocalypse? Uh, yeah, no. I don't know. But, like, essentially, like, he he has a army of a hundred mm -hmm. who, like, go out and, like, fight back, yep. like, the enemy every day, mm -hmm. and then die, and then he resurrects them in the morning. Yes. And it's kind of driven him crazy. Yeah. And so, like, he is 
a mutant, and when they show up, he attacks them mm-hmm. because like it's all the same to him. Right. It doesn't. He doesn't care. It doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> he just. That's what he does. It's just yeah. a constant like cycle of death and rebirth. Mm-hmm. Um. And so she Genesis fights them and then ends up returning. Basically, because like they like his forces like cut them down and like yep. her and like maybe a few a couple of, like escape. Yeah, and then one of her own ends up betraying yes. them. She's a turncoat. She's a traitor mm-hmm. because her power is she can't lose. And I was like, that's so stupid. But then, but then... it immediately turns and it's not stupid <laughs> it's because because like... it ends up being that like lore and mythology where it's like she traded sides because she could not lose and knew that when they fought that that's the side that would win. Yes. And I was like, that is so messed up and awesome. Yeah. It's also a fun design. Yeah. And so Amenth is like the demons and like the, I guess he's the, the either the person or the force that they've been fighting. Yes. I don't know. I, I'm not hundred percent on that, but like, that's who they originally fought back into mm-hmm. Araco. Right. Because they say it's the city of Amenth, but it's the God of Amenth. Yeah. Oh, it's annihilation. annihilation. It's annihilation. Got, oh, you got apocalypse. You got Genesis. Araco, annihilation. Yeah. No, they're just saying like these like like really like clutch words. Yes. So annihilation leads Amenth. Amenth is the city in which he is lives with all of his like crazy monsters. Yep. And so like this was the page by the way where I was like oh like I'm glad it, like you was called because yeah. like the I just really because I I had it digitally I was able to like look at like how many like I got this real sense of scope. Yeah, yeah. From the, like, amount of beings that were in this, in attendance. Like, it doesn't look like he just copy-pasted. It doesn't look like a stupid, like, computer effect. It's no, just, no, like, no. he draws all these horrible, disfigured monsters, and there's just so many of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I was just, I, like, I don't normally pay attention to that kind of thing, but I just really appreciated it. And yeah. Like, I like the the description. Like, it's, like, the mytho- mythological where it's, like, some say they didn't, like, there was no sound. Like, there was no, there was, like, total well, yeah, silence. yeah, because, like, like, Summoner is, like, when, so... Basically, when she gets this news that, like, the traitor shows up and is like, hey, here's what's going to happen. It's over. <laughs> yeah. She's like, Janice is like, okay, I'm going to go. And so she goes to Amen. Yes. And it's just her. And, like, the summer's like, no one knows what happened when she got there. Like, when she, like, made her way up to, like, the throne, like, did they, like, cheer? Did they, like, you know, like, jeer, jeer at her? Like, was there, like, you know, yelling or was there silence? And yeah. like, that, like, again, like, that's like that, like, you know the oral tradition of story there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she approaches the throne and Genesis and Annihilation cross swords. Yep. Swords. Oh. I swear, I think those swords are in, I, like that promo image. Oh, of all the X-Men holding yeah, swords I, I and stuff? I don't remember. I didn't Probably. Like, I didn't look it up. I like that they cross swords, becomes an X. Yeah. And then we just, they're just like, oh, and then Genesis lost. Like well, yeah. between the panels, they're just like, and you're like, nope. Yeah. But like, I do like the idea that it was like, because it's a god. Yes. And, like, Genesis lost against them. And mm-hmm. so, like, then, basically, all of Amenth's, like, armies were sent forth, and, like, they destroyed the ten towers that had been no, built. No, they only destroyed some of the ten towers. They, they didn't kill some. all of them. That's the thing, is that they... They were like, working their way through. They were working their way through, but some of the towers still stood. Yeah, but, like, so their defenses are crumbling, and they needed to get out. Yep. And they needed Apocalypse to come forth and help, and so they sent Summoner ahead. Yes. And you're like... Okay. And so Summoner has been trying to open a portal to get there. It's and that's the thing that like Summoner kind of indicates where it's like, is Apocalypse their savior or is he just an opportunist? Yeah. Because like you left your wife there. Well yeah, because they that's <laughs> like they're like, we don't know nobody knows what happened at the beginning. Like 
there are like three different scenarios that could have gone down about why why Apocalypse did what he did. Right. And like, no, two of them are not flattering. No. <laughs> which, is un, which is not unexpected. Right. Now, what I think is interesting is then we have an info dump page which explains the like marking on his chest, which indicates he's a summoner of demons. Yeah. Which is like a thing from like a summoner of the school of Amen. Mm-hmm. Which I was like, interesting. Yeah. Are you a dick? Right. Probably. But it could also be like in, like evocative of the fact that like Apocalypse has been studying magic over in other world. Mm-hmm. And so like I don't know if this is like supposed to be like uh like the lineage the lineage of Apocalypse can't help themselves but do that, or it's because of the fact that like Apocalypse wouldn't know that. Yeah. Like he wouldn't like he wouldn't know that what what it is and like in theory his like power would just be that he summons beasts right as opposed to just being an enemy yeah or like because we've seen the cover he's like it's the summoner like surrounded by beasts yeah and it's like oh okay right on right right and like the idea is that like apocalypse is going to send summoner back through the portal that they opened into other world Mm -hmm. the like crystal portal that's where that came from because they this book does not hold your hand does not tell you where to find out this no it doesn't which i'm like hey screw you you could have used an editor's note here no no you don't get to know where this came from it's not no just if you didn't read excalibur that was on you yeah that's your fault (laughs) hopefully you're watching comic pop (laughs) so uh he's gonna send him back through and he's just like you know either like let them know or, or find out if they still need help yeah. Because if it's all destroyed, just come back and tell me and yeah, I'll just come back real re- fast, yeah. Yeah, and I'll get I don't want I'm gonna have my revenge. Mm-hmm. The idea is that like Apocalypse is gonna like bring all the X Men through. Yeah. He's like, Okay, I'll I'm just gonna bring my army of unki I'm gonna bring my own army of unkillable monsters. Yeah. <laughs> that will be resurrected if they I, lose. I I bet Charles and, and, and Eric are gonna have a think this is a great idea. Oh, I'm sure. Totally on board. I feel like ex- I feel like Eric at least is part of that squad. Moira that- was like, I didn't see this coming. This is in none of my lives. No. What the hell? Yeah. Maybe don't make, like, start a sex cult society on an island you don't understand that you've defeated, like, at least two different times. Mm-hmm. And then find out I have a secret history with Apocalypse. When Apocalypse showed up and he was like, Ah, oh, Krakoa, I'm back. Professor's been like, All right, scrap it. We're going back to the mansion. Kill this guy. Yeah. Kill him first. Kill him first. Everyone. Well, Logan, like, drop from the ceiling. Lop head off. <laughs> ah, there we go. There. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. Just, By the way, Moira McTaggart, mutant. <laughs> Here's who everyone's gonna marry. Just, just do that. Yeah. Don't worry about it. But yeah. So yeah, that's it. It's just so it's setting it up. Yeah, and they're sending Banshee and uh, I don't remember. Who I don't remember. Where. It doesn't matter. Um. I mean, yeah. it does matter because it's really important who it is. Because I'm yeah. Because sure, it wasn't like they did it by accident who they picked, but. No, but like, it's you have to actually go to the like they only show him. Oh. Like they, they didn't give him a, a no. He doesn't like Banshee, and and he did not get a page. It's just over here. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially, it's like Banshee and whoops, Untouchable. Yeah, I don't know Untouchable. Okay, here you go. This is off you go, off cool. you go, buddy. Who it seems totally fine and definitely not going to screw us over. Nope. And if you don't, then you need to work on your social skills, right? <laughs> because this is not how you build bridges of trust. No, no. <laughs> but it's exciting. I was. This is the first time in a long time that I've wanted to know what the hell what it's saying. And you could find out. Oh. Like there's a there's a thing. Okay. Like there's well there's a cipher. Oh, I didn't. I, I usually do check it. I didn't check it. This you time. should. I didn't check it yet either. But I'm, I'm sure, sure someone did. Yeah. Um, oh no doubt. So. 
Yeah. Somebody asked where the X Mansion was. They actually do it. They, they, there's a in giant size X Men Nightcrawler. Yeah, they it's go just, back. It's just sitting. There's a there's a portal that goes there, but it's basically just like overgrown. And there's like a thing that there's like ghosts or something like that. It doesn't matter. Nobody's using it. It's just sitting there. It's yeah. Just waiting for them to come back yeah, so that they can have like a sweet ass image of them having to reclaim yes. this like overgrown X Mansion. Yes. Suffice it to say, like, for me, this is all kind of paying off right now. Yeah, it's but, finally like, catching because up. Because I've been reading Excalibur, and, like, Apocalypse is clearly machinations, everyone. Yeah. He's got his machinations. We're gonna, like, all he wants to do is get back there. And it's funny, because, like, he clearly wants a spore back, but now that his wife's over there... Yeah. Yeah, but she'll probably be pissed. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. I don't know, uh, but I'm excited. Like this is this is cool. When when I, I what I really need to do is just look at the uh, the checklist, like the reading checklist, so that we can be like, okay, this is Ten of Swords, is where it starts. It's issue one through twenty nine or well, whatever. Again, a lot of people are saying it is just the creation. It's just there. We'll know at the end of this mm -hmm. what was necessary to read prior to yes. to make your reading experience a little more comprehensive. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that Ten of Swords will matter in as much as. A lot of the stuff that people are complaining about or don't think like is relevant to X Men mm -hmm. is gonna go away. Probably like, the X Men are gonna be not unified, but more like splintered as a result. And as but because of the splintering, yeah, like we're gonna see like the X Men. Well, this Ten of Swords might also indicate for like Charles and Magneto and Moira as to where the future is headed. Yeah. Because if it ends up getting rid of Apocalypse, then like most of the Apocalypse stuff doesn't happen. May not be a factor. And then yeah. they're going to be like, okay, we need to watch out for this instead. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Like we've hinted at yeah, like- We did the Apocalypse thing. Now let's go to the Phalanx thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's funny too is about this whole idea of the coven and like them like acting as like one being in a way. It's mm -hmm. like the magical version of a Phalanx. Yes. Almost. And I'm like- Hickman keeps dropping these little things in there. Whether or not they're just, I think that's just thematic. I think it is too, and that's what I echoes. like about it. That's what yeah. like always feels so cohesive about a lot of the X titles. Not all of them, but a lot of them. Like, just feel like they're all just building this like deeper lore. And yeah, like, that's neat. Yeah, that is neat, and I, and I think it's fine like the to to do that and explore that. Um, but yeah, I, I like the fact that it's not all. I don't know if I like it or I'm just or, or I'm frustrated that like it's all connected, like that it isn't all connected. Yeah, where like. The phalanx doesn't come up, but it's a really important thing. These sentinels are not a factor. Where they went in that secret room, like yeah. where they sent uh, uh, Laura and everybody. Yeah. That hasn't come up, but it's not going to be part of this. Or probably not. Um, you remember what I'm talking about? In the mother mold, like, like where it's like, when well, you're gone, like one year, you're one, yeah, one hour, you're Storm gone. Storm went too. Oh no, she was touched by the lightning and that's where she got the virus. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 So but, it is kind of that, but that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, but it's not connected. Like, no, so, but like, but, but we're doing this now, and then when we get those to the next giant thing. size, like with that specifically, was like a like a touchstone to that. Like, hey, don't forget. Yeah, don't forget. and those 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 giant size actually the 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 thing they're doing is just from is just like you said, they're just reminders. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, I know it's a lot. It is a lot. It's asking a lot to ask mainstream comic book fans to like read multiple titles, mm -hmm. juggle multiple plot lines, deal with like multiple timelines yeah and even like you know sliding time scales like it's it's a it's a thing it's yeah. a lot it's a lot of work yes it's asking sure. a lot to like enjoy your serialized fiction and treat it like it's a like it's a job <laughs> uh rogelio canella says lineal you is going to pop up during ten of swords that's cool. great good good news to hear yeah uh raj patel hope all is well uh did you like how iron man didn't sound like robert downey jr but like a character in the universe honestly i'm excited for iron man's future in the comics 
for the first time in a while. Have a good one. You too, Raj. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, no, I dug it too. I, I liked his voice, kind of. Uh, we'll, we'll, I'll get into it more, mm -hmm. more in depth in a minute. But uh, yeah, I don't like when they just try to do the movie. Um, yeah, I found that that's the case pretty much across the board in the in the in the mainstream in the in the uh, in the the large scale events. They're like, okay, movies. Um, the only one that hasn't been that way is Spider Man. Oh, they haven't Tom Holland him up. There you go. I do like Tom Holland, but I don't want that in my like. Okay. I thought you meant like Tony Stark specifically in like I was like when was Tony in Spider Man recently? Yeah, no, no. I realized you were talking about. No, it. I'm just talking about the actors. Yeah, and yeah, stuff. yeah. But yeah, thank you, man. Uh, and thank you for your support. Mr. Giggles, getting my lift on and the comics on the beats. Nice. Nice. Hi. Uh, Sean D., that place looks like Felsa Doom lives. That's funny. Felsa Doom was uh, James Earl Jones. Yeah. In, uh... yeah. Yeah, yeah, No, I was like, yeah. Yeah, it does. I could see that. Come down. Come down, child. <laughs> uh, Jump. Carl Maxey says, uh, "Did you do you think Doctor Doom should have stayed as a good guy a little longer? I enjoyed Infamous Iron Man and thought it was a great character growth. I also really enjoyed uh, Infamous Iron Man. I'm disappointed that it ended when Bendis stopped. Uh, I kind of like would have liked to have seen at least one more arc with Infamous Iron Man on with someone else on it. Yeah, okay. unlike unlike Jessica Jones, where I'm like, I really only want to read Bendis as Jessica Jones. <laughs> um." I feel like Infamous Iron Man had potential. And mm. I don't think anyone really got there. Because I remember Infamous Iron Man being on, like, not on the Avengers, but, like, trying to be on the Avengers for, like, in, in one of the arcs. And I was like, this sucks. <laughs> That's but fair. I'd like more. Yeah, I was disappointed by Please that. Please write too. more. Please write more. That's my note. <laughs> uh, uh, Rogelio Canella says, I don't think the mansion has been mentioned, but I think it would be cool to have the purifiers or some group of the X-Men's villains using it as their hq that'd be that'd be a really good idea it's just squirrel girl she's just in there with all her squirrels, well, our squirrels yeah yeah it'd be fun you know be really funny is if uh dan slot was like screw it the fantastic four moving into the x mansion oh that's awesome we're moving to westchester ha, ha, ha it's just the west coast avengers right they're like i know it's not the west that'd coast. be amazing the x would be so pissed they're um, like it's not even close to the west coast no but it's westchester shut up <laughs> yeah it's the west avengers we don't have to pay rent <laughs> <laughs> yeah you you marked it as abandoned uh, Kevin Kruger, when WandaVision comes out, will you do the Vision and Scarlet Witch miniseries from the 80s? Uh, we'll probably just talk about WandaVision. That trailer had me. Yep. I, I was not super like interested in no. it initially. No, I was all on uh, Falcon Winter Soldier. I don't even know. I mean, like, I was sort of, like, I was like, yeah, this, I'll watch it. I'm going to watch it. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely going to watch this. Yeah. But, like, that trailer, I was like, oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And because they didn't finish shooting Falcon Winter Soldier before the coronavirus but they were closer to finish wandavision wandavision is now switched release dates with that's falcon so now at the end of this year we're gonna get wandavision literally instead. that's that's fine i'm it, okay with that it's too it's like um what the hell is that show on sci-fi i don't know there's a lot of them no no with um with like um with the two like the mini like the copy pasta or creepypasta stories oh yeah yeah i know what you're talking about camel cove yeah but what was the name of it there channel was... zero channel zero it's like a channel zero marvel it does story. look like that that'd be cool uh what Thank was you. it uh, you're welcome <laughs> carl maxi hey tiffany do you think elvira mistress of the dark would be a better wife to dr strange than clea ever was no i love elvira she's campy and ridiculous and over the top and like just a cultural icon honestly but no i'm mr clea yeah clea's a, a better fit, fit yeah for sure i would like to see that yeah or an elvira character i don't know i, w I don't want the elvira i would like to see marvel create their own elvira right sure 
Uh, Spiky Animations says, What do you think of Alex Ross's Iron Man suit? It's perfect blend of classic and modern. I love you guys, and Comic Pop is awesome. Thank you very much, Spiky Animations. Uh, yeah, I dig it. I like it a lot. I kind of, like... As it turns out, I'm just not the world's biggest Iron Man fan. I read this most recent issue, and I was like, this is cool. Uh, we don't have it, do we? Like, here? No, it's at home. Okay. It's at home with the other books. Oh, good. We had it in in the actual physical copies. That's right, It's yeah. in a bag on my desk. Yeah. It's a good place. It's safe. Don't worry. It's safe. Yeah, I did not want to... It turns out, by the way, in terms of Iron Man suits, yeah. the like Marvel Avengers game has made me realize that like I enjoy the sleek... like suits that he has on yeah. like the the red the and, and, whatever, and yeah. the gold or the red and yellow whatever you want to call it i mm -hmm. do dig it but i really do like some of the bulkier ones like i have like like one of the like pre-order like unlock skins or whatever and it's all silver and it's just it's a little bulkier and i was like this is cool it also makes me think he's a bad guy right and so i'm always punching him <laughs> well because there's a lot of armored guys there's in just game. a lot of synthoids and, and adaptoids and things like that and i'm yeah. just like hey little silver dude hulk punch yeah kabam well, so you're what? You're playing the Avengers game? Yeah. Where can yeah. people find you playing that? Over game? on twitch.com slash twitch.tv. Twitch.tv slash com. It's that com. Yeah, no, it's not. Luckily, we don't have a .com, .com. But yeah. Yeah. So I'm really sitting on it. I hope not. There's a whole bunch of things in that bag. Yeah. So yeah, you read Iron Man. Yeah, I did read Iron Man. Uh, What'd you think? It was fine. Uh, this is written by uh, Christopher Cantwell with art by Kafu. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, if you if you're not familiar with Cantwell, he did the Doctor Doom series. He's still, I think, still doing the new Doctor Doom series. Which I I read the first arc and I was like, I hate this book. And then I reread it and I'm like, no, oh, I see where he's going with this. I kind of enjoy it a lot more. Um, but meh, like it's fine. Uh, but I was really excited to see what somebody who like tackled Doom would do with Iron Man, especially since I found Slots Iron Man to be something that was very, it was very clearly directed. Like he had a plan and a vision for this character mm -hmm. and I didn't like it in any way. And most people didn't either. Uh, but I, uh, so I was like, okay, let's see what this guy's got. Cause based on the, the Alex Ross cover and the like creative choice and the armor reveal, clearly they were like, we're doing something else. Mm. Like throw everything, you know, away about whatever the hell was going on with that book. You didn't read. Uh, this book was just a uh, Iron Man's looking for a change. Uh, he wants it, like they kept referring to him as like throwing as like abandoning technology or like move, take or turning his back on technology. Which He's I going to magic. Yeah, which no, not at all. No, uh, but they they definitely they remember that. I know they've <laughs> done that before. It's it, only Bendis covered it, and it's horrible. Nobody wants it. Yeah, remember Bendis's future vision of of, of Tony Stark being Sorcerer, Sorcerer Supreme? Supreme. Horrible idea, and it looks yeah. terrible. But uh, this just a different white guy with a. It's just, it literally hair. just looks like yeah. Doctor Strange. I, but yeah, people are saying like, oh, within the context of the book, they were like, oh, Tony Stark's turning his back on technology, going a little more analog. And I'm like, no, he's not. He's still flying the suit. He's still using the, the, the AI voice. He still has his billions of dollars. The, the book was like, is weird, like, hodgepodge of things. Like Maybe he's just going more startup. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. It was... He... Kenwell's trying a lot of things, but not a lot of, like, groundbreaking things. Iron Man is, you know, he... I don't know. I don't, I'm, not, I'm not the world's biggest Iron Man fan, as it turns out. I like the Iron Man movies, kind of. Uh, I like the first two. Okay. Um, I still enjoy the third one, but, like, meh. Uh, but, like, I don't know. Uh, this is fine. It, it's very... It was felt very run-of-the-mill. It felt very safe. 
But maybe that's what people needed right now. Oh, yeah, now. no, I like, think people need so, a like, palate cleanser. people who are Iron Man fans might have really, like, gravitated towards this book because it's just like, hey, here's just an Iron Man story. Right, but Enjoy. it's... It, yeah, and it kind of is, but it also reminds you of the movie, particularly the third one, because, like, it, is, a, it is about Iron Man... Like, he throws a party with rich people. One of those rich people, like, someone sneaks in and is like, I'm going to revolutionize this thing that's going to, that you're going to ignore me about and I'm going to become a villain because of it. And it's like, I, I literally saw that in Iron Man 3, man. Like, I just saw that shit. You didn't just see No, that came out like 10 years ago, but like, it was in <laughs> Iron Man 3. The movie made a billion dollars. Like, we right. all saw that but already. But you can't not, like, if you want to do that, like, like story, you can't not do it just because right, the movie why, did, did you, it. But uh, my, my expected to believe that you came up with that idea all by yourself. Uh, probably not. But like, the fact is, like, I'll, like not everyone, but like, there might be people who read Iron Man just because... They actually they want came Iron from Man. the movie. Like, well, I, well, then, or they like that Iron fair Man. Fair enough. But, but like, like, well, I'm sure there are other people who are like, I don't want that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't blame them. Uh, but yeah, it was very much just like a, a Tony Stark who's like looking, he's he's directionless. Kind of like the character is right now. Mm. And so that's kind of like thematically interesting. Um, the art was good. I thought Cafu did a nice job. Okay. Um, the, 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 um, the Alex Ross covers are a great idea that are working brilliantly for a mortal Hulk. And I hope do the same thing for Iron Man. But you didn't like when they did the Spider-Man No, because they were awful. Okay. They were boring, they were irrelevant, yeah, and they yeah. diminished the Alex Ross brand. For me, the part of the reason why the Immortal Hulk Alex Ross covers are so successful is because each one could be the cover of a paperback novel sure. or a cult classic movie poster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, like, they do reflect the thematic or tonal elements of the story uh -huh. that they are covering, but they're also just dope-ass Hulk covers. The mm -hmm. Spider-Man ones were like, look at Spider-Man fighting a, a character that you'll, you don't care about and you'll never see again. It's not like classic images of Spider-Man, but like updated. Right, like, right. It's Spider-Man in his new, all new, all different costume, but fighting Go Green Goblin or Sandman or something. Like it's, it was, it was the, it was the mundanity of Spider-Man doing the crap that you, he was specifically doing and that arc. Right. Portrayed by Alex Ross. Like compare that to the mural Alex Ross did for the Marvel like office that like is a full sized wall okay. of like the distilled, images of every marvel character and it's like it's apples and oranges sure sure um i hope based on the strength of this issue and i think the subsequent issues i've seen the covers for that we're gonna go more immortal hulk than amazing spider-man mm -hmm. uh, we also brought patsy walker hellcat back into like kind of like eh, from whatever the hell they wanted to do with her into yeah. being a superhero uh, i dug patsy walker's portrayal she's fun they didn't waste any time. They didn't give you, like, some annoying backstory or explanation for, like, where she was or what her character is. Her reaction to Tony, I'm very unimpressed with you, is just, like, all I needed. <laughs> um, I really enjoyed those. Um, I, I really enjoyed her use of that, you know, in that I guess she'll be in it. The thing that blew my mind or made me frustrated again was, like, that they like, when Patsy shows up, yeah. Tony's like, ooh, a pretty redhead that belongs yeah. in a different book. Uh -huh. I remember when you did that the last two times. And I'm like, you're doing another one? But, like, maybe that's because Tony has a type or her. I don't know. Obviously but, he does. But, like, he's not trying to sleep with Hellcat. And I really hope he doesn't. Like, I hope it's about... It the, could just be that she's they... not interested, they which were I really like, appreciated. That they wanted to put in a, like, a female, like, foible for him kind of yeah. thing. And they were like, who's available right now? Well, and yeah. The, and, like someone who isn't going to outpower him right you know what i mean like you need like 
but or, or could in a fun surprising way sure but i'm like i'm just saying like you you're not gonna like you know obviously sue storm's not gonna be hanging around no you know she hulk is is, is in her, her own thing she's doing her own thing right now mm-hmm. but like even still it's like you know she could crush him yes like a just on her forehead absolutely <laughs> yeah like a beer can <laughs> but uh yeah but iron and, man like but like and that's also kind of the big thing that was a lot of writers just want to grab characters who haven't been used and like put their own mark on it and so right. like they're like oh hellcat she hasn't been in things in a bit yes and not, i'm not like, in like a long past because like she was in the netflix series and they mm-hmm. brought her back for her own thing yeah for but a she wasn't bit. really hellcat in that no but you <laughs> know what i mean like but like she was in like people's like thoughts hopefully and then they did that little mini like that series for a little bit yes like the kind of like half like archie half like romance book yeah but you know what i mean so like now it's like oh hey i'm i can do something with her yes I'm gonna, and yeah. i'm gonna make her like a marvel hero character yeah like yeah, she yeah. should be yeah uh i i liked that and like tony busts out the iron man like the new the new classic iron man armor and sure. it's like it's cool like i love the image and it's like a great homage to the front like to the first issue cover but like I don't know if it works within the context of the story where like just out of nowhere, he's like, and I'm doing this. And like, unless it's all stacking against Tony where it's like, Tony, you're not thinking about what you're doing. You're mm. just doing, you're just reacting to things. Right. And he's like, and all the things that like, I'm throwing phones out the window and I'm, and, and I'm, and I'm, 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 I'm like, I'm just, dis- I'm disparaging AI. And is, I'm also going to go with this like more classic suit. Is this on the heels? Of, are they even acknowledging empire happened? No. Okay. Not even a little well, bit. Cause I was thinking like, you know, he kind of messed up there. It wasn't really his fault. Like there was obviously whatever, but like, it could just be, he was having like, you know, like a crisis of faith in Absolutely. a way in like tech or whatever. Yeah. They could have definitely you? have done that. Oh, um, they just, didn't do that. Okay. <laughs> no, it says nothing to do Doesn't, with- Like, here's the thing. Just because you, like you have already made it. You're probably not an Iron Man fan. So that's not a reason to not grab this book. If not at all. Are it's an a Iron great- Man fan, like, this is the number one. This might be a, a chance That's for you to thing. give it a shot. If you like Iron Man, you're probably going to enjoy this book because it feels like it feels like an Iron Man book. It feels like a Michelini Iron Man book, which no complaints. Right, right. right. Uh, but if you don't know or you've never tried Iron Man, not a bad place to start. It really much. It very much starts at the ground floor. Right. Uh, so it's a it's an easy pickup. It's an easy try. For me, like I'm often like looking to see like do i care about iron man yet am i interested in iron man and the the older books that i look at that i like revisit i'm like oh that's kind of fun like i kind of enjoy these yeah yeah yeah. but every modern take on iron man pretty much like from warren ellis onward i'm like "Eh, i don't really find you interesting or sympathetic tony that's okay Uh, but like that's fine i you know but like i but i enjoyed the 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 shift and yeah well again we said this before but that's why there's so many different characters you know what i mean there's a character for everyone it doesn't mean it's not a good story yeah no and i for me it felt very run of the mill but like (laughs) uh but check it out because like at least the first three covers are great like alex ross paintings that's cool and uh you know the only thing that i really the other thing I will have to ding it on, and I don't know about you, and I'll ask you for your opinion because, like, you're a graphic designer. What's up? Like, don't do you hate their like formatting for the numbers for number ones now? I've seen this like for all their for more for all the recent Marvel number ones they've put out. They take the the very simple like Marvel like branding that they put on everything mm-hmm. from like a cereal box to a backpack mm-hmm. put it at the top of a box mm-hmm. put a one in it yeah that's all you get it's just like marvel and the and one yeah it's it's very simple but it it looks like it doesn't look good i don't 
all right, so I think it's kind I, of ugly. I have two brains on this one. Yeah, please. Um, from the like marketing standpoint for it, right? Like you need to get that makes one hundred percent sense. Right. I need to get people to see from across the store. That's the first work, issue, or even in a tiny thumbnail mm-hmm. of like a like, you know digital storefront. This is the number one. Yeah. I oh, oh number one. I could jump on it. Number yes. one. I'll give this a shot. Right. So from that standpoint, makes sense. From the artistic standpoint, it detracts from the Alex Ross cover. Thank you. It, it's it's quite ugly. Yeah, but like that's because it's taking away from the art, and like Alex Ross covers have a lot going on. The Iron Man logo is big. It's bulky. It makes sense, and it should be for what it is. It it, it is a it is like wham, and it's a classic Iron Man logo. Like it's yeah. not the classic Iron no, Man it's, logo, it's, but it's a logo that's from the past. I say it's like more yeah. like an '80s logo, but it's like it, it yeah. makes the top heavy. But like the fact is, again, from the branding standpoint, yeah, it makes sense. It they makes did sense. that on purpose. Yeah, it's I all just, on purpose. I just hate it. I'm just like, ugh. well, you want them to have the option, like some like public. Oh, you could just do have no number one on it. You could have nothing. Well, yeah, some of them like take they they just show the art. Like yeah. some of them have like the uh, optional just art covers. So. Sure. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> well, what or what? Maybe maybe instead they should take a, like, a page out of the books from 20 years ago. Put a big like starburst on it. So it's like first issue collector's item. See, no, that like doesn't that make that less egregious? It then? does. Or it's it, just a simple number one. That's, that's all you like, need. That's I've, all you need. I'm the first issue. Mm-hmm. I know. It, I know those you're looking for. And I think it goes away. <laughs> like I think after one, they don't do that anymore. Yeah, like, but screw that. That's stupid. Yeah, but like, but seeing it, and and maybe it's they're supposed to because you see it on all of them. Like the yeah. the, the Immortal She Hulk book that's coming out. Same one. I've seen that number one on a bunch of things, and it's supposed to feel like. I think it's supposed to have like a, a feeling of cohesion and homogenization. This is what we do with our first issues. Yeah. And it's it's our branding. It's our way of saying this is the first issue. Get you get you to see it. Eventually, it'll just be the number one and the title above it. Right. There won't be any image. No. Just just no. Iron Man number one. Well, just, like they're take already up like two thirds of the cup. They're already halfway there with those horrible variants know, that say like we're coming out on Wednesdays. Right. Fart. Listen, some people want that. They're like, yes, no, they I'm don't. In. I don't know. Whatever. Who would want that? Uh, jumping back into the super chats really quick, uh, yeah. but yeah, I recommend it if you if you're looking to start on if you're ever if you're ever thinking about trying Iron Man, I think this is a quintessential Iron Man book to pick up and try. Uh, Silvery Cricket, I'm surprised they didn't combine all the Corona canceled books into one team book. Mm, that'd be funny. Um, Hats Beetle says no, I'm late again, busy making breakfast with the family. That's that's good for you. I'm what glad. are you having? I don't know if you're in. What there. are you having? Uh, we'll be I sure to watch breakfast. the replay. Thank I you. don't eat it a lot. Here's some support from the meantime. We appreciate it, man. Thank yeah. You. Yeah, I love I, and, I love breakfast. And hey to the fam. That's yeah, right. gonna be creepy. Don't actually say hey from us. They'll be like, who the hell is that? Yeah, what? No. It's fine. Just ignore I said that. Uh, Super pooper. Anytime I see a woman with red hair at a party in an Iron Man comic, now I can't tell if it's MJ or Pepper. <laughs> I did not expect Hellcat. Me too. I was like, oh god, is it is, is Mary Jane in this book just to say I'm not in this book? No. Then I'm like, oh my god. Is pepper and then it's like no it's patsy and i'm like oh okay <laughs> all right <laughs> then it's like oh it's medusa right oh and then her hair pull, like it pulls a martini in yeah <laughs> i i take that <laughs> uh, cricket says if uh, the premise for the new iron man book is tony leaving tech behind i want them to commit to that idea like tony starts a farm or a trading company <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> i don't think that's what people are looking for but i i hear what you're saying like go all in this is this is my fair trade coffee yeah, farm. Right? I'm bad at growing coffee. I don't have the right soil. Nope. I don't know what I'm doing. And apparently you can't just like use a screwdriver and or a computer to fix it. Nope. 
Storm King, it uh, seems to me he's having a midlife crisis. I wonder how old he is in the Marvel sliding timescale, like maybe 45. I don't think Marvel wants you to think 45. I think they want you to think like 35. He's like 20, 35, 4. Yeah, I think they're, I think they're happy letting Tony be in his 30s. Sure. Uh, Ryan Craig, Tony should make a wood armor if he's going analog. Just like Bender. Yes. yes. Yeah, you get a downgrade. I'll never make it this time. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Slippery Cricket, Tony should run for mayor of New York. Mayor Stark. Why not? Mayor Stark has a good ring. Yeah, at this point. That would point, be such a bad idea. He's so funny. Inevitably, it would just be like, they would have to have the reveal where it's like a hollow Tony that mm. he's like really like, or he took like one of the LMDs and he made it into Tony and he's like, I couldn't do it. Right. I can't take it. It'd be funny. I, I, I thought I wanted to be in charge. I cannot be in charge. I'd, I'd see that. I'd take the arc of that. Because <laughs> he would like, he would put a suit of armor around New York and it like, you know, it would look like Metropolis. Yeah, but then it would like, if... All right, no. That this is just me thinking in terms of Spider-Man. That'd be really so cool. it wouldn't work cuz like then like like immediately I want to make it where it's just like Tony thinks he's doing something great and it totally gets messed yeah, up. Yeah, it screws up the whole thing. Like yeah. you can see like Spider-Man or Daredevil like trying to stop purse snatchers and a freaking like Iron Bot shows up and he's yeah. like get out of here. That'd be really okay. It's I'm like sold. Cop, yeah. But, yeah. But Tony. Yeah, I would love that. Uh Carl Maxey, which is the most awkward eye-rolling name drop? Uh Ray Skywalker's line at the end of Rise of Skywalker or the Robin line in Dark Knight Rises? I guess Robin. Cause like, yeah, I get yeah, that was pretty rough. You should go with your with your with your real first name, like Robin. Like what even? Yeah, no, that even, was that was so like weird. That was like they forgot to call him Robin in the movie, or they and they were, were like, going to shoot that scene. They're like, oh. <laughs> or they shot that scene as a way to screw over like bloggers, and then they accidentally put it in the real movie. No. <laughs> Uh, so Batman 99 came out from James Town and the Fourth with art by Jorge oh, Jimenez. Okay, you want to go right into that? That's the thing people want to hear about. Well, what about Tech 1027? Because I've got two things that nobody. Well, no, one. Oh, might. let's hear it then. Uh, I'm just gonna really quickly um, mention that uh, Once in Future came out. Yes, how was Once in Future? Dope. Did you not see my tweet? I did. Kieran Gillen liked it. <gasps> Yay! <laughs> uh, listen. I'm never going to stop talking about Once in Future until it's over. And even then, I'm going to be like, hey, remember Once in Future and how amazing it was? Yep. Uh, written by Kieran Gillen with art by Dan Mora, who is going to be famous for doing a million other things. <laughs> for doing Batman stuff. For doing Batman and whatever else they decide to put him on from here on out. Mm -hmm. Listen, this this issue is everything and anything that like you could want from this series, which is uh, awesome lore, stories you know kind of turned on their head, um, like change, chainsaw-toting, kick-ass grandmas. It's listen. It's just awesome. You know, we've seen the like. You know, Bale will spin in this. Grendel showed up, yep. and if Grendel's there, you know what's next. Uh, you know what's next. That's cool. Uh, it's just it's a spectacular story. It's silly to hear me say it, but I it, it is action-packed. I've said it a thousand times. It's an action film. Right. This is an action movie surrounding Arthurian lore. But, like, not in, like, the, like, Kira Knightley movie, like, Arthur, whatever that was. I think it was called Arthur. Oh, King Arthur, yeah. Yeah, like, not like that. Like, real, modern world action flick. Yeah. Badass. Like Excalibur, with a, but with more magic. More magic and just more modern sensibilities and, like, the dialogue. It is so, it's a normal-sized comic book. It reads so fast, though, because it's yeah. really well-written and you can hear everybody kind of saying it in your own yep. little, like, yeah. It's just, it's a spectacular book. I'm so glad. Um, the other thing that I read before you just head off into, DC, into DC world. Every once in a while, I check in on Thor. Yeah, yeah, because you you really uh, well you like eight Jason Aaron. You're a big Donny Cates fan. I am a Donny Cates. Sometimes I'm a Donny Cates. Sometimes fan. I'm a Donny Cates fan. 
Asterisk. Um, <laughs> yep. uh, this was uh, Thor Hammerfall Part 1 of 2. Mm-hmm. The hammer's heavy kind of thing. Uh-huh. Which he's saying he's not doing that. Good. I'm like, oh my god. But he is doing that, but he's not doing that. Uh, written by Donny Cates with art by Aaron Cooter. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it looks dope. Basically, uh, Thor sends the hammer back down to Broxton, Oklahoma. Yep, I read this issue too. Did you? I did. Um, and the whole issue is just Thor planning for the future because something's wrong. Yep. And like he's like, I gotta have some plans in line. He's dealing with the fallout of everything that happened with Galactus. Mm-hmm. Um, asking a lot about Thanos. Hmm? And like that, asking a lot about Thanos and yes. bringing him back and like that kind of thing. And I'm yep. like, are you talking about maybe bringing yourself back? Or are you talking about maybe bringing back Galactus? Well, like, he has a he has a vision of Thanos. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, because I didn't read that far. Yeah, no. Well, it's there's a flashback to the image that everyone like that a bunch of YouTubers made a bunch of money off of showing, which uh, was just Thanos holding Mjolnir yeah, yeah, with yeah. the Infinity Gems wedged into it. Yeah, which is like it's that's a cool just looking... like an action figure. Like it's like a friggin' it's like a playground yeah. idea. Oh, 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 I got Mjolnir. Oh, I got the yeah. Infinity Gems. And I, and I put them in to Mjolnir. Right, what are you going to do now? Did you see all the Marvel zombies with them, too? Yeah, that's really fun. Like Sentry and Kamala Khan's there and Hulk. Cool. And She-Hulk. Um, but regardless, so, like, he's having a conversation with Beta Ray Bill, yes. who's, like, kind of pissed still. Yeah. He's like, you, like, punch me in the face. You punch me in the face and, and you broke, join Galactus. And you broke my hammer. Yeah. By the way, really weird for me to see Bill without his helmet on. It's very weird to see without it's the helmet. It's jarring. Yeah. Because he looks less like a horse and more like a Y. Yeah, more like a skeleton. It's you, horrifying. Your people Put your helmet back on. Just, and then he does, forgive him. And you're like, whew, now you're cool again. Okay, I can make it through the rest no, of the No, you know what's funny, though? Like, he's in uh, Death of Inhumans, and I see him without his helmet on. And he just, I think it's just Cooter's art. It's just very jarring, okay? Yeah. It's very upsetting for me to look at. I don't know why. All I could think about, though, was your species doesn't kiss. You just rub your teeth against one another. Ugh. It's, it's just Please a, don't. It's a lot. Regardless, like, they have, like, a, like a, a, you know, one of those, like, awkward sort of conversations between the two of them where it's like, what am I doing here? I'm like, come on. Yeah. And Thor basically is like, here, here's the thing. I have to go do some crap. And I may not come back. And if that happens, I need someone to take care of Asgard. We need, we need a Thor. How about Horse Thor? And I'm looking at you. He's like, done. <laughs> He's like, cool. Because he, like, he, like, Bayerie Bill's like, hey, you you took away my, like, Asgardian membership card. Like, I was, like, an honorary Asgardian. Yeah. And you were like, no. Now I'm like, yeah, okay. And he's in. And, like, they go off to, like, the forge because he's like, well, he's like, I'm going to need a new hammer. Yeah. He's like, well, you can have any weapon in the in the armory or, or we'll make, we'll you, make you one. I don't care. And he's I'm like, like good, make a new one. Yeah, and, like, speaking Mjolnir, of hammers. Mjolnir was sent down. It's funny because, like, Thor writes on it Tony Stark's private, private, private cell phone number. Yep. Which I think is hilarious that he has it because, as we established, Thor doesn't want to have a phone. Right. Because Sif mentions that we have these magic rectangles. Like, yes. That the Midgardians have these things. And, and she's can, like, right. Send me- Loki likes them. He lo- Yeah, that's, was, that's enough of a reason. I was not like, Loki is behind every spam bot yes. out there. Thanks, Loki. Yeah. Um. But, uh, you know, he doesn't care for that. And I was like, so why do you have Tony's number? Right. Maybe Tony felt like, he's like, close never going to call me. Yeah. Send a raven. Which he does <laughs> in this. Um, but, like, he puts his personal number on there. So, like, uh, Adam Aziz, Aziz? Yeah, Aziz, I think. Um, calls it. And, like, Tony's, like, almost hangs up on him. Yeah. So then, like, you know, he, he like, Iron Man goes down there and, like, they're all trying to, like, you know, there's, like, news, like, reports there. Like, and they're like, oh, like, why? What's it's happening again? again? Oh, what's happening? Woo. Um. And then, like, as, like, Thor and Beta Ray Bill are talking, like, Beta Ray Bill's like, what's up? Like, what's up with Mjolnir? And he's just like, 
it's not that it's just getting heavier for me. It's getting lighter for others. Yes. And like Tony basically like thinks it's like a joke about like, you know, we can't pick it up, whatever. And then like on the side of the hammer, it says, pick me up. Yeah. Drink me. Um, <laughs> and like Adam goes over to it and grabs it and becomes like a Thor. A Thor. Yeah. Which is like, he's like silly looking. Yeah. He looks great. He's this little old man Thor with yeah. like little wrench knee pads. Right. His knee pads become wrenches, or yeah. his wrenches become knee pads. Yeah, I, I love the cover also because it shows like all these heroes, like hands. Yes, for and none of that happens. None of that happens. It's a big lie. Yeah, really which but is look, too bad. Look at how dope Bay Ray Bill looks there. With yeah, his, he looks with great. His centurion helmet on. I know, I love it. And you take it off, and it's, it's no. Yeah. No, I know it's gross. Yeah. By yeah, the way, if you do I call the before. number, you will get an actual. Uh, you get next. Yes, this is Iron Man. However, due to some big blonde jerk, I no longer use this number. But hey, nice try anyway. For all things Tony Stark, please visit www.tonystarkironman.com and uh, try and stay safe out there, yeah? I'm busy enough as it is. So, it really is a number. You can really call it. You get to, you get to hear it from Tony Stark. It was a lot of... I was like, that's really cute. Because at first I was like, oh God, it's going to be a 555. And then you see it and you're like, oh... No, and he actually uses a 212 because that means his number's from New York. That's right. Because 212 is a New York area nope. code. Because you can just make up a thing. You can just go to Google Voice and sure. create your own phone number. We did that once. Uh, but yeah, no, I dug it too. Yeah. I recommend it. Yeah, I actually, I had a good time with it. I had, I, again, I hadn't checked it in a while. I, I, I kind of fell off when Thor was dealing with his fun, ridiculous Tiara outfit. Yeah, I don't like that outfit. With his, like, he could totally be a Sailor Scout outfit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sailor Scout fit. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> But yeah. But yeah, just want to mention it before we head back into DC land, talking right? about Batman yeah. and other Batman. And more Batman. We're probably going to skip one of the Batmans. Batman! Uh, Dilapa Fiammi says, The OG Four Horsemen are for sure Apocalypse's children, straight from the X-Men editor. There is supposed to be a betrayal, might be Summoner. Like, there's literally no way Summoner isn't the betrayer. <laughs> Unless it's Genesis and it's like... Or yeah. Summoner and Genesis. Yeah. Um, Maybe that's why, like, you know, Apocalypse has such an issue with Gambit and Rogue. He's like, no! If I don't get to be It happy, doesn't work. Yeah. If I couldn't make it work and I'm a god. You can't make it work. And you're yeah. you're just you're just a little man. I hate you. Yeah. I hate you. Uh Ray, I'm honestly just relieved that Rick Grayson is finally gone. You're great. Listening to back issues got me through art school. Keep on keeping on. <gasps> Yay, nice. art school. Yeah. Thank you. Uh Kevin Kruger asks, Will y'all do Valiant for back issues? Not really. Probably not. Uh there was a bloodshot movie. We didn't get a chance to do Bloodshot, like the collected edition, yet and, uh, as a, as a tie-in. The movie didn't do well, uh, so, you know, it was a good thing we didn't do that. Um, anything's possible. Everything's possible. Everything's possible, and, like, you know, Back Issues is around for another 20 years. We'll probably get to it at some point. Uh, Tardisman says, I read about Netflix getting the rights to a bunch of boom books, and I instantly started mentally casting the Once in Future series. Thank you, right? Yeah, I'm there. I'm with you. Helen Mirren. Yeah, we're getting... Oh... <laughs> You're already ready for that. <laughs> nice. Um, so Batman 99 came out, Tynan the Fourth, Jimenez, uh, essentially the Bat fan, you know, Tynan's like, hey, does anybody forget that I wrote Detective and I love the Bat family? Because here it is. Um, we, it thematically works. It, it completely works. This mm -hmm. issue is expertly written. Everyone's in character. Batman scrambles the Bat family and he's like, he reminds you that there are tie-ins and each tie-in gets its own panel yep. where it's like these are the things to allow us to cut to the chase and get us to the end yeah, which is if, next issue and if you want to read it it's over there go ahead knock you, yourself you out don't you need absolutely to. don't need it you only need to see three pages of this book because him and his knocks it out of the park 
at least three times in this issue. A lot of it, this art is really good, and there are a couple of panels in here where it's just like, I get it, man. Yeah, it's, there's you know an image I mean? of Batman standing Artists over uh, like a precipice, and it's, dope. it's so good looking. There's a lot of great looking imagery in this issue um, across the board. Mm -hmm. I don't want to diminish it in any way. There are a I bunch of either. things that look great. The fact is, like, artists at times, like, you're rushed, you, you know, they gotta, you know, you gotta get some things out there, you yeah. gotta, you, you know, whatever. And it's like, we're, we're, I, there's just one image that I was like, okay, come on. Yes. It's cool. One. right there's some other things where i was like all right it doesn't matter whatever there's just one and it's so tiny mm -hmm. and it does it's so inconsequential um and it's followed up by two gorgeous pages so you immediately forget it yes it's literally this <laughs> it's so dumb but like if you look at it like what's going on with the riddler what's going on with the riddler's face i don't understand it he's like it's like it's simultaneously looking up, but not at all, because it's like he's completely standing, so you'd be looking down on him. But it's like his chin—I don't know—it's jutting out. It was just weird. And I know it was just like it was a tiny panel. Who cares? But like it caught my eye, and I couldn't stop looking at it. And then literally, you go to the next page, and it's stunning. And you're like, yeah, that next page, like that was the page where I was like, oh right, because like okay, so I'm sick of Joker, and I'm sick of this story. Uh, it every issue has been well written. Every character's been in in character. Yes. Uh, we've played on the history in a really nice way. Time in the Fourth does a really excellent job of creating a history between Riddler, Penguin, and Catwoman because you're like, oh right, outside of Two Face and Joker, these are kind of the main Batman villains, and to see them have a history and to go and like have this like have their own kind of like Bat villain <laughs> trinity. I love that concept. Uh -huh. and I love that execution, and I think it's brilliant. Um, the way that he just brings back Dick Grayson, it was already brought back, but he's like, he's, he's Dick, whatever, yeah, moving yeah, on. Yeah. We got a, we got a beautiful image of like the Nightwing costume. Mm -hmm. Like we're getting it. Uh, I don't care about Joker anymore. More importantly, uh, I remember when Snyder indicated that Joker might know who Batman was. Yeah. And in fact, I think it was at the end of whatever arc, uh, Joker, uh, a death in the family, a death of the family, mm -hmm. where uh, uh, Batman, Bruce Wayne goes to Joker and he's like, you know, I know you know who I am. And he doesn't acknowledge him as this kind of like, it's not even that Joker's like annoyed at Batman for like ruining the game, but more like he doesn't even, you're not wearing the suit. I don't even know who you are. Uh -huh. Like, I, I may know who you're, where, who you are, but that doesn't matter to me. Right, right, um, right. And I like that element, but like, we've seen this and in, Tech 2027, we see also references to Joker knowing who Batman is. Mm -hmm. In this issue particularly. So we know now, especially, we've known throughout this whole arc, that Joker knows who Batman is. Yeah. And we see the fallout of it in terms of Joker, you know, manipulating events and characters to get his fortune to finance this thing he's doing. And for me... The payoff isn't worth it, but moreover, we have been robbed of the revelation. We never get an issue where the Joker finds out. And for me, that's the most fun of any identity reveal. The image of Spider-Man taking his mask off, maybe it ruined Spider-Man until one more day, like undid it. But you got a lot of story potential out of it, and that image of Spider-Man taking his mask off in front of the cameras and J. Jonah Jameson fainting... It's the payoff. Yeah. And then you get fallout from it. There are a thousand examples just like that. 
we don't get an image of the Joker finding out or revealing he already knew. Right. We don't get that. And well, we've never gotten it. I, for me, I come from it from a standpoint of like, it doesn't bother me at all. Right. And here's why. Okay. Because I'm like, I love that like, for the Joker, like, yes, he's making it all about that in yeah. a way, but he's like making it about like the journey of Batman. Mm-hmm. But like, I love the idea that like, it doesn't matter how he found out. He's just known and he's just been playing the game. Like, you know what I mean? He's yeah. so out of his mind. Absolutely. That, like, he easily could attack Bruce Wayne. He easily could do whatever. Yes. But he doesn't. Right. Like, there's just something so crazy about him. Yes. And, like, he's so in love with the game. Mm-hmm. And, like, almost preserving it and him. Yes. That, like, I'm like, I don't, I don't think Joker wants a reveal. No. And so if Joker doesn't get the reveal, we don't get it. Right. I don't know. That's I, too that, bad. It doesn't bother me. Uh, instead, so yeah, uh, essentially, so Batman goes to face the Joker. The Joker, of course, has, like, a magic toxin that brings back the dead and makes them into loyal zombies. Yes. So, like, you've had these, this reminder of Alfred the whole time, and yet. And yet, I was, like, surprised. I was, too. I thought it was something else. Yeah. I thought it was his parents. I thought it was his parents. I was like, oh, that's so fucked up. Yeah. Oh, it's not them. Oh, it's Alfred. Oh, I guess I should have saw that coming. (laughs) Like, and that's the thing where it's like, Alfred, I was like, I've been seeing Alfred's dead body yeah, the yeah. whole arc. Yep. So him like being revealed, yep. you know, they were like, this is the moment. And yep. it's like, I, you literally showed me Alfred's neck cracking like four different times in this arc. Uh-huh. I, seeing it happen for real this time. Eh. Yeah. Like, you know, okay. I mean, and it was cool. Admittedly, it was fine and it worked. And yet. Uh, but yeah, like for me, these two pages are just magic. Yeah. The one of them's a cover. One of them's a cover. And it's cool to see it in a book. Yep. And the other one's just a, this is a sweet page. This is just a, a beautiful page. Baller page. It's just Batman arriving at Ace Chemicals. So great. Love the, the, the shadow, the, the, the motion of the cape. Yep. The, you know, the, the, everything. Everything about this was, was magic. Yep. Uh, the next page, the reveal of Batman. Again. A, it, that's a cover for me. It's a cover. It's a cover or a poster. It's just, it's gorgeous. And it completely makes up for the Riddler's bizarro. Yep. Also, I hate the Riddler's new costume, which is like a throwback costume, where it's like the grid. Get rid of the grid. They doesn't li- work. They, nobody cares about the Riddler. I, I, they've established that. I love the Riddler, and I'm so I sick of... I just meant the writers. Yes, <laughs> I know. And I, 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 we love the Riddler, I, and I'm still yeah. waiting for a great Riddler story. <laughs> yes. I really like um, Harley, Harley in this yes. quite a bit. Like... You know, like she's part of the Bat family. Kind of. Like, well, she's there. She gets a credit. And she I think gets that's to be cute. there. Yeah. And like she's like, and I'm going with you. And they're like, like no, the you're Bat not. family's like, no, you're not. Mm-hmm. No, that's not. That's not how it works. She goes anyway. And like basically, she's like, you have to kill him. Yeah. Well, because and, and if you and I know you're not into that, so I'll do it. Right. I'll Just let me do him. it. And he's like, no. And I love it because then she's like, well, how about this? When he kills you, yeah. I get to kill him. Then I'm going to kill him. Or if, like, I feel like he's going to, like, take down the city, I'm going to take my shot. Yeah. And Batman's like, no. Yeah. And I kind of, I, I like how obstinate he is. How he's like, that's not going to happen. That's not how it works. And she, but she meta textually is like, the story has to end a different in a different way. Yes. It can't end like it always does. Yep. Because everyone's been bitching on Twitter about how they've seen this Joker story a thousand times and like, why should I care about right, this? Right, 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 right. And I'm like, fair enough. Yeah. But they will kill the Joker at the end of this because Tynan invented a magical resurrection gas. But they're not, you're not a person. But are you though? Well, if he dies and punch out his resurrection and have like a weird... Like marionette Joker. Yeah. Or, well, hey, listen, you know what? Sure, we've got two other Jokers. 
Or yeah. three. Or, or not, ten. Depending on if it's in continuity or not. Whatever. But regardless, I, what I what I liked they about fun it back and forth. was like, with this Harley Quinn, like, checking in with her, like, cogency, where she's yes. just like, no. Yeah. This, like. This has to stop. This is a pattern, and like, almost not that she says this, and I'm glad she doesn't, but it's just like, you keep doing the same thing, expecting a different outcome. Right. Or at least, I don't know if you're expecting a different outcome anymore. Yeah. But it's like, that's insane. Yes. You keep. That's <laughs> insane. Yeah. That's right. Like, That's right. It's really cool. We get like a really horrific image of Alfred, which is which is admittedly horrific. It's excellently rendered. I love it. I don't uh, like. They got the neck snap. It's like it's unsettling. Yep. We, we've seen it in his nightmares. His nightmares have now come to life, essentially. Right. So that's cool. All yeah. right. Awesome. Uh, and then we get the last page reveal, and I can't wait to hear what you think about that. Which is that Joker took Alfred's vision of a brighter future Batman costume and, like, perverted it and wore it. And I'm sure, again, like, a bunch of YouTubers made a bunch of money off of, like, being like, Joker becomes Batman. But for me, this is a thing that, like, I never, like, I... I I don't think Joker wants to be Batman. I don't think Joker, like, is interesting as, like, a perverted Batman. I remember there was, like, a Funko Pop of, like, Jokerized versions of Batman that were, that came out a few years ago. And I was like, this is dumb. Well, and, like, seeing Joker wearing a bat suit is something that not only did I never expect to see, but I never wanted or cared about. And I don't find it interesting now. So why would you say that when you know that Tynan worked with Snyder as, like, a protege and Snyder made the Batman who laughs, which is a Batman who Who's became, became Joker. Joker. So, so why not? How about in this we get Joker becomes a Batman? And we have kind of seen like the Joker suits before as like skins for other things, right? Exactly, or whatever. But I uh, okay. So that the Joker that aside, who flaps. Yeah, the Joker who flaps. <laughs> um, if you actually break it down, Joker has taken Alfred's vision of batman's future and perverted it mm -hmm. that's great that's juicy writing yeah that's a good idea mm -hmm. so i'm i'm a hundred percent fine with where this is going yeah the images I, I i know they were like yeah and for me i'm like yeah, okay I, all yeah. right well all right batman remember, fighting another batman right. remember we were talking about before about how like it's seemingly other than the whole parent thing but like it's seemingly like joker is setting up like like things to like mirror Batman. He has Punchline, yeah, who's like his Catwoman mm -hmm. allegory right now. Who's like, um, is that allegory? Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> and like he's taken his millions and like he's destroyed the city with it. As instead. opposed to improving it, yeah. it's almost like he's showing. He's like, no, I, anyone could do what you do, right? But look at me, and I, yeah, this isn't what you. This isn't what makes you you. Mm -hmm. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like I, I don't know. Like so, like I was like, fine, whatever. Like, one way or the other, like, you know, I'm more interested to see where the story is going than the action figure we're going to get out of this. <laughs> well, we're going to get an action figure. We're going to get a statue. <laughs> well, Tynan has been, has, is a is a marketing genius because we are getting action figures and statues of Punchline, Jokerized Batman, mm -hmm. uh, the Clown Killer, mm -hmm. uh, whatever this Rick Grayson costume is. I think that's also someplace else, but like, whatever. Uh, but at least three different characters. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Oh, and the designer. Yeah, Punchline's honestly kind of grown on me. Mm. Just because, yeah. like, seeing like, having Harley in this really helped. Yes. Yeah, which is funny because you think it'd be exploitative, where well, it's like, let's have both our cakes. Well, especially when she says to him, like, when, like, part of the reason she wants to get rid of, like, 
Joker, like when she's talking to Batman, isn't just because like to save Gotham and to stop his like chaos. That's all part of it. But she's like, how many more punchlines will he make? And I was like, that's like so like she's just like nope like yep. that like I love that they didn't take Harley in like that sort of like oh I can't believe he like replaced me like in that way like she's like not only like she's so over him like yeah. she's concerned about the future of other impressionable individuals under yes. the Joker which is which is actually really cool yeah I was like that's neat this is this is like has a lot of like cool character moments for people mm-hmm. um, the art's pretty strong a lot of times those those like images like the two specific splash images are so great for me there are a couple of images in this that are similar like there 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 is so much good that doesn't matter like the bad doesn't even matter and like who cares it was just for me it was funny i was like because that page in particular it's like three panels and each panel gets less detail until it's like what the hell because he had to do that other that, that double page splash of like all of gotham being wrecked that i like couldn't care less about and I feel bad because, like, it's just this. It's I was I I I technically appreciated what was done. It's an image of Gotham burning, and it's superimposed with all the things that are going wrong. Yeah, you got the clowns doing graffiti. You got like rioters in the streets. You know, you got all this stuff. Yeah. You got Joker narrating the whole thing as he's mm-hmm. being driven through the city that he's created or 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 redesigned, and it's just. And it's not hackneyed. It's not cheap. It's mm-hmm. not. It's, it clearly took a long time to make. Yep. A lot of work went into it, and I just couldn't care less. <laughs> I don't know why. It's one of. It's like that line that I, I hate to use it, but it's like that scene from uh, the the review of Aquaman from Red Letter Media, where they're like, they must have spent a lot of time and money to create a scene that I closed my eyes during, and it was the freaking war with like the Atlanteans and stuff. Like that's how I felt about with this the Kraken. Page. Yeah, with the Kraken, with like just like everything's happening, yeah. and they're like, "This was a lot of money," and it's like, "Who cares?" Like at the end of the day, it's about Aquaman. Like for me, I was like, "I, I don't like." I get it. <laughs> the city is not in a good place right now. Yeah. But if you're if you're gonna give us this, like I feel bad because this is this is not. I'm not appreciating how great this is. Right, right, right. Because it is great. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just, it's so great and it's so bombastic. And yep. Like the, the image of Joker in shadow, that sh- that panel, I actually like more. Where it's just, it's just Joker in the car. It's like and, his reflection on the glass. Yeah, and you get like this beautiful, like the lighting and it's just everything about this is so expertly done. And it's like, where did this friggin' guy come from with these, with this, with this stuff? you've never seen before like uh, way to go yeah you know great stuff yeah and i'm just like okay but like at the end of the day you know i'm like i don't really care about any of this like joker in a limo and he's like you made it to my specifications <laughs> and i'm like i don't really care about that well but he, I, I do like the fact that it has all the haws on it and yeah. he's just like it's ridiculous looking yeah, like, he's just right. like it's stupid he acknowledges how stupid that he's is like it's perfect what do you think uh, a bunch of haws yeah yeah bunch cool of haws on it sure mm-hmm. yeah no i'm yeah they also make a joke about uh bendis changing red robin yeah, she calls Harley calls him Duck, duck Man. Bo- duck Boy. Duck Boy. And he's like Duck Boy. And it's like, oh no, that happened in Bendis's book. We don't have to acknowledge that. Um, that was fun. Yeah, it was a good issue. It was a great. It was a great penultimate issue. Yeah, yeah. And I can't wait to see where hundred where one hundred issue goes. Sure. Um, maybe my 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 fatigue is just like there's too much goddamn Batman. Just a lot of Batman. It's just too much. And it's like when you do everything, it's like uh, don't let DC hear you say that. Right. It's never too much Batman. There's no. literally a Batman right next to my face. I'm uh, my my wall has too much Batman. Like, <laughs> so someone made that work went into that one. And before we even had fifty thousand subscribers, we bought that big Batman thing. Yeah, I bought that. 
You did. When we had nothing. When we had no money, you bought that. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it's a great issue. Yeah, it was. A lot of great character Solid. moments. And, like, yeah, regardless of, like, my, you know, my true honest feelings about, like, some random, like, initial gut reactions, you know, technically, it's, it's a triumph. Mm, it is. No, it is. It's, it's, it's like, an achievement. Yeah. Because how many characters are in this book and how many of them all act great yeah. and give you something? Mm-hmm. Selena gives you something. The Penguin gives you something. Clown Hunter's in there. Yep. Clown Kill, I don't know what the hell his stupid name is. Who cares? But, like, Batman, Harley, Punchline, Joker, yeah. Alfred. Like, this... Tynan oh, can, the whole Bat family. Tynan can, like, manage a crew. He really does. Like, he's he's just really, like, he does that nicely. And it doesn't feel like six different books. No. Or, like, that it's that it's too it's too much. No, he does a really good job. Really does. It, this, this issue was very quick to read. Yeah. It was such a breeze. It was good. Uh, Justin Buford says, uh, Hey, guys, can't watch this live today. I just wanted to say thanks for the many great reads that I wouldn't have otherwise picked up. I just read the first volume of Meltzer's JLA and Batman Damned. So good. Thank Yay! you, Justin. Yeah, man, every time Batman Damned comes up, someone's like, I hate that book! And, and I'm just like, I, I don't understand why you need to tell me how much you That's hate okay. it. That's okay. Like, everyone has, like, inside, like, I, I said know, but I like it. There's something about it where it's like, I gotta tell you I hate it. And okay. it's like, okay, cool. It's still great. That's all right, but like that's they, to them. They're like, why do you say that you like it? You know, what I, mean? right, I get yeah. it. I get it. Exactly. That's fine. But thank you. You don't man. have to like it. Yeah. I'm glad that people are trying it. Right. Um, like I've got stock in it. Right. Exactly. We don't. I yeah. get no kickbacks. No. <laughs> it's too bad because we've championed that book more than DC ever did. The Great Initiate says, just dropping by before I sleep. I started a new overnight job last week and my schedule's Ooh, whack. Yeah. Thanks for helping me relax and keep it up. Thank you, Gray. Thank uh, you. Good luck with that. Good luck, man. Seriously. We have. We know somebody who has a horrible schedule as well. Ooh. And it's it's rough. It be, is rough. Be, be you know take care of yourself. Yeah, listen to your listen to your body too. It might tell you this is not working out. Yeah, uh, Ryan Craig. If Joker was gone for ten years, who do you guys think Batman's main nemesis should be? Feels like it has been him for a while. Besides Bane and King's Run, Bane would have been a great idea if like Bane was a great idea, and I think King wasn't able to stick the landing with making Bane like with legitimizing Bane. Mm. Two Face would be a great one. Riddler would be a great one. Zero Year is Riddler's But like as like story. a as like a main antagonist, I right. think they would like lean back. They'd like find a way to make Raish work. Mm. Yeah. Why not? Whatever. It's Raish. You know what I mean? But yeah. But like no, someone I agree. like that. Like yeah. Someone... Raish would be great. Yeah. 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 League of Shadows, like that kind of thing. Probably. It, it depends. Well, he is, you know. But uh... no, I know. But I meant like I'm like I'm like saying I'm. Like, agreeing and not agreeing with myself. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, maybe. I, maybe Two-Face. Because Two-Face, can you can get the supervillainy, you can get the mm. personal stakes, and you get the organized crime. Yeah. So you could actually do a couple of things. You could, hell, you could make them like a... You could keep you could keep jokering them up, where it's like you do a big Two-Face story, and then, like, you do a master planner, where, like, Batman's dealing with organized crime, and there's this new crime boss, and then mm-hmm. it's revealed that it's friggin' Two-Face. Um, you know, it's like, oh, Two-Face again! I was gonna say, it's whoever the writer wants to invent. Yeah, of course, because that's how it always goes. The Phantasm. Phantasm has not been used, and I think I think King said he wanted to use Phantasm in his run, and I'm shocked that we didn't get there. Um, somebody mentioned Scarecrow. I'd love to see Scarecrow actually used properly. Well, yeah, it's the Arkham games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, Detective Comics 1027 came out. There's no time. We've done a two-hour show. 
Has it really been two hours? Yeah. So Holy crap. What I, what I think we should do is talk about what our favorite stories I was were just, from I thought it. I think we just say like the title and we say like okay. one or like one or two positive things about yeah, it. Yeah, let's do it. Just just go from there. You don't have to. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Okay. Uh, blowback. Peter J. Tomasi with Brad Walker on pencils. I loved the art. I thought the story was fine. Okay. I didn't like the art, and I thought the story read more like a poem. It did. And I thought that was kind of cool if it had been cool. illustrated differently. Mm, I agree with it that. Because it definitely read like a poem. But I did really like Brad Walker's pencils. Wait, it was I'm, great to see. I was not a fan. Uh, the Masterclass. Brian Michael Bendis on writing with David Marquez on art. I loved this. I loved the the art for sure. I thought Bendis got a little quippy sometimes. Mm-hmm. But like, cute idea. A cute, fun story. I didn't know it was Bendis until like oh, a I couple of pages Bendis. in. Yeah, no, for sure. Because the way they're all like, the, it's the, snappy dialogue. Yeah, but snappy. but I was like, everyone's kind of writing snappy now. Yeah, but true. Uh, but I, this, this is true to form Bendis. This is what people want. Yeah, from Bendis for sure. But like, if you just want something lighthearted and fun, that's the story to read. Yep. in there. Uh, Many happy returns by Matt Fraction with Chip Zdarsky on art and colors. I didn't read it. I hated it. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. I I I wanted to like it a lot. There you go. Uh, and I saw what they were going with it. Uh, Rookie from Greg Rucca with art by Eduardo Risso. Skipped. Um, I don't remember this. Okay. I did read it though. Okay. Oh, I did. I kind of liked. Oh no, I did. Re- I really liked it, and you would too. Okay. Yeah, I loved this one. You would. I I had limited time today, so yeah. I really picked ones I thought you'd want to maybe talk about. Right. And right. We ran out of time anyway, so it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I loved it. You would too. Okay. Uh, Ghost Story: James Tynion the Fourth with art by Riley Rossimo. You know, I read this one. Yep. Cute, fun story. Um, art. I'm. I like seeing Riley Rossmo's art. I'm glad they're not on a main Batman. Book. Me too. But like, it's fun in these vignettes. Yes. Like this is just. It's just. It's just fun. It's a yeah. fun little experiment. I thought it was cute too. Yeah. It was cute. Uh, and I wanted to skip it. I, I, halfway through, I'm like, okay. I was in. I was like, fine, whatever. It's. It's just a cute. The story. the ending. I was like, earned. Yeah. Well, I like. I like. It's Tynan telling the story, and so like, sure, the dead man stuff's a little like, you know, like it's a little silly, but whatever. The head and I'll silly, take it. But the Bruce and Martha stuff, yeah, yeah. I said the name. Um, uh, that's her name. That's her name. Don't ruin it. Don't let. Don't let fucking those people make ruin that movie. That's just or that name. that name. Um, but yeah, so like, I thought that was fun. Uh, four did not read Kelly it. Sue DeConnick with John Romita Jr. on pencils. Uh, it was fine. Okay, I didn't read that was, one, and was, I didn't read Odyssey. Yeah, no, that was that was fine. I it was. It was a solid story. I, I I pretty much enjoyed it. All right. Um, gift from Mariko Tamaki with art by Dan Mora. You know I read this. Of course. Uh, writing Mora. the story was fine. The art was the reason to read it. Yes, I, I agree with that. I think Mariko is a is a talented writer. I just didn't really connect with this one mm-hmm. too much because it's tied into the Joker War too. Yes. But like the art. Oh my god. Yeah. It's just it's Dan Mora, man. I love Dan Mora. Yeah. I really enjoyed a gift. Really. Yes. I, know, I, just, the, the I didn't, just didn't love it, but I just, it I was like, oh. It with me. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Odyssey by Marv Wolfman with art by Emmanuel Lupacino. I didn't read it, but Sinkovich did inks. And si- yes. Uh, I think I really like this one. I'm trying to remember. It had a, like, it seemed like the art, like, kind of, like, evolved throughout the story. It had, like, an older school vibe to it. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I enjoyed it. was, like, a blonde one. guy with a gauntlet of some mm-hmm. kind. Yeah. I did not. I did yeah. not. I was like, I'll read this later. Yeah. Uh, detective number 26 from Grant Morrison and Chris Burnham. I, 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 I thought it was funny. Okay, yeah. The first few pages, I was like, oh, is Grant Morrison is like making fun of Batman. And then I was like, oh, this is like a writer's room joke. Yeah. This is like a Grant Morrison winking at the camera. 
it's really funny. Yes. It is legitimately funny. One of the characters he mentions was actually in Detective 26. Yes. Detective, Detective 26 is what it's called. Detective yeah. Comics 26. Yeah. Was, but he was actually in that... Right, that issue. Not the character he creates. No. It, this was just funny. I yep. was like, okay, Greg. Yep. Uh, Legacy from Tom King with art by Walt Simonson. Art was fun. I didn't give a shit about the story. I was not a fan. Okay. Uh, I, I cursed. That's how much I didn't care. Yeah, I could not care less. I, I, and I, I was sad that this was the thing Walt Simonson was asked to draw. But, like, the glowing skeleton man looked dope. Yes, he did. <laughs> yes he did oh no and i appreciated it i was like oh i see i liked the end i liked the message the message but was like cool the, like, but it, i was like Ugh. it went on too long yeah of course it did <laughs> the message was fine i just didn't care yeah uh generations fractured people were talking a lot about this because it was like Oh, this is part of 5G. I actually didn't read this one. I uh, should have. I read the one above it. Written and drawn by Dan Jurgens. This is fun. It's just it's just kind of fun. And it was cool that like we got to see Dan Jurgens like try m- multiple styles. Dan Jurgens and Kevin And Kevin Nolan on Nolan finished, art. finished their art. Yeah, that's right. Um really cool. Okay. It was, it was a cool I want to go back and read the rest of these. I've done that before, but it was like I had to pick and choose. It was literally like they go back in time and they're like, Hey, Batman from Detective Twenty Seven, we need you to come with us. And he's like, What? But like we see this fracturing, and like we see like all these different versions of Batman. Yeah, uh, it was it like, the art was really cool. Okay, and uh, as always by Scott Snyder with art by Ivan Rice. That was that was my favorite one. It was perfection. It was really good. I loved it. Uh, I, I I I texted Scott Snyder about it. Sometimes I <laughs> sometimes I interrupted I, his day. I sometimes I forget that Snyder loves Commissioner, Commissioner Gordon. Gordon and like. I appreciate that so much. Like, because I also like Commissioner Gordon. Um, <laughs> because I too like Commissioner because Gordon. Because I too like Commissioner Gordon. Yeah, that was my favorite. Yep, it was my favorite. But like, I think it was my favorite because it was Snyder condensed. Yeah. Condensed, oh, yeah, no. Condensed Snyder. Yeah, I, I, I you know, as always indeed. Yeah. I was like, that was great. Yeah, it was good. So. It was fun and it was silly and it worked. It was just. It was, I, I loved it so much. I will say Detective 26 is more memorable. Yeah. Because of how... Because of, like, what the hell? Because of that Kaiser Sose moment yes. at the end for him. <laughs> it was so great. <laughs> I'm not so it was great. better. It was just more memorable. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Uh, Super Pooper, I liked Ben as a story, but why is everyone so chummy next to a dead body? That was a bit weird for me. Yeah, I... I well, I was. I thought it was fake. It. I thought it was fake, too. I, think I thought Batman was going to be like, bye! <laughs> but no. Uh, yeah, no, I agree. Well, because they see it so many times. Yep. They're all they're all damaged people. I did why. love the Detective Dungeon thing, being like, how did no one tell me about it? How do I not know this person exists? I would definitely remember. Yeah, I would remember a Detective Dungeon. Are you kidding me? <laughs> that was fun. I really enjoyed that. So let's jump into some recommendations of books that are coming out let's, this week. We yeah, think you should check out. It. Some of them come out tomorrow. Ooh, of all things. Uh, right. For example, Dark Knight's Death Metal Speed Metal number one, I believe it's a one-shot, is coming out from Josh Williamson and Eddie Barrows and uh, Eber Ferreira and Howard Porter doing the cover art. Uh, yes. This is just, what it, what order the Flash is all up to? Running. They are running. The running end. from the darkest <laughs> night. Uh, I, I, I'm going to check this out. I hear, it's, I hear it matters. <laughs> They should have had... I'm glad they didn't, because it would have been so stupid. I'm glad Howard Porter didn't do this. But they should have had um, the... Because there he's the... He's not the darkest. No, he's not. He's the, bad, he's the Batman who laughs. The, yeah. But they should have had him doing the horns. The horns! Yeah. Like, he's got his... his yeah, I'm, I'm shocked they didn't do that. I'm glad they didn't. Yeah. But I, I, uh, I'll i check this out. Sure. Sounds fun. 
Uh, hey, do you remember when J.J. Abrams and his son were working on a Spider-Man I, I thought that was over because we hadn't talked about it in a while. Yeah, it's over for me. Right, okay. Don't buy this. I like Sarah Pacelli, though. I do like, I wish, I, I feel so bad because I hope Sarah Pacelli is done with this book so she can go do books that I'm going to read. Hey, look, she's getting the, the, the experience drawn some more Spider-Man. Yeah, so. that's cool. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, hey, remember when I said that Christopher Cantwell was working on that uh, that Doctor Doom book? Well, yeah. Doctor Doom number seven comes out. Nice. Check it out. That's it. That's it. It's <laughs> a fun. It's a fun book. Okay. Uh, Salvador Larocca draws it, so mm-hmm. like, you know, it's got that. It's got that that symbiote Spider-Man feel to it, if you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, okay. Uh, but it's still pretty good. <laughs> uh immortal she-hulk number one which i believe is a one shot is coming out i'm gonna read this I'm not a fan of the cover i am I'm, i am not either but like i think we're not supposed to be john davis hunt draws it holy crap hooray oh, i the- i'm so glad they scored him nice That's john awesome. davis hunt is awesome okay uh and al ewing of course That's fine. i think it's a one shot check it out uh Batman the Max Arkham Dreams The Lost Year Compendium is coming out. This is not issue five and four. This is a compendium that reminds you that there is a book called Batman the Max Arkham Dreams and I guess Sam Keith is finished with it finally. This is this collects the first three issues to remind you that this book existed and now four and five are going to come out soon that's it i can't believe they're doing that (laughs) i would not recommend buying it go into your dollar bins and pick up issues one through three uh, if you're interested in batman the max lord knows i am uh, Daredevil 22 comes out from Chip Zdarsky with Francesco Mobili on interiors. Okay. This is, I think, the first non-Chichetto. I was going to say, whoa, whoa, where'd Marco go? Yeah, he's doing the covers. That's uh, not enough. I know. Uh, but it's Zdarsky's Daredevil, which is excellent. Is that the Iron Daredevil? It's Iron... Yeah, I, don't, I don't know what the hell it's about, but I can't wait to read it. I I saw this cover like at least two other times, and I'm like... Ooh, I want to see what that's all about. All right. So I can't wait. That sounds great. Like, yeah. yay. So that comes out on Wednesday. Nice. And speaking of uh, Wednesdays, if you're like interested in checking out Daredevil and Zadarsky's run on it, you should pay attention to this channel on Wednesday. Oh. Uh, so, hey, yeah, Wait, you make a liar out of me. Why? What I said. What did you say? On, on Twitter. Oh, on, twi- on Twitter? What'd you say? I said we covered that Mephisto miniseries. Yeah, that Mephisto miniseries. Remember that book? Because I said, give the devil his due. <laughs> Anyway, what do you have? I have, um, oh, I was going to go, okay, yeah, let's start there. Uh, X of Swords, creation number one is coming out. Woo. I'm in part one of 22. Fuck <laughs> 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 you. <sighs> Written by Jonathan Hickman with, for story and writer, and Teeny Howard for writer, who's working on Excalibur. So if you're like, what's happening? Go with, back and watch our Excalibur episode. Yeah, with art by Pepe Larraz. Uh, That's yeah. awesome. I'm in. I'm in. 
I hope I'm in. I'm, <laughs> like, I'm excited. Yeah. Hope I'm in. Speaking of being in. Being in. Uh, Justice League Dark number 26 is coming out. In the jaws of defeat, we're doing, like, we've been dealing with the Upside Down Man. Let's do this. Yeah. We're, what will happen after this? Please don't cancel this book. <laughs> <laughs> Dear DC, I know you probably already canceled it. Do it. Uh, with art by Ram V, or with writing by Ram V and art by, I always butcher this, uh, Aman, Aman K. Nihupan. I'm so effort. sorry to the artist. But uh, yeah. Bad. But it's, uh, it's a good I'm, series. Yeah, no, it is. It's, it's a, a stand-up series. And like, honestly, Ram V really upped his game. And I'm like, okay. Yes, I was, I was, like I've said before, I wasn't originally a big fan of his takeover of the series, but I'm in. The art's great. It's got a really cool feel. It's like a, a vibe I've not seen before. Um, and I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's it. Yeah. That's the show. That's we want it. to thank you so much for hanging out with us. For like, you guys are in for the long haul. Yeah, thank you so much for so many of you for hanging out with us and sticking with us. Before you do go, uh, follow us on twitch.tv slash comic pop to watch her play video games Tuesdays and thir- Tuesdays and Sundays. Yeah. Uh, you're wrapping up Avengers. Yeah, apparently we have one more mission left. It was a fast game. I know. But that's okay. It's going to work out really well because we're hitting October. Yeah. I don't know what that means. I, I want to follow play. to find out. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. No, you can tell them. No, it's okay. All right. Uh, we want to thank you so much for hanging out with us. And before you go, uh, we would like to encourage you to subscribe. We are hoping to get to 100,000 subscribers at some point in the near future. I have a big plan for this channel that's coming up. I actually wrote it on the whiteboard hoping that Tiffany would see it, uh, but she didn't. And so when she leaves, she's going to see it. And it's like a lot of things. <laughs> I saw one thing and I was like, what is he talking about? And there's a lot of things. And uh, so we're hoping to roll those out by like before so that when we hit 2021 we can like hit the ground running with a lot of these things. Um, and one of those things I'd like to try is getting to hundred thousand subscribers. I don't think we're going to, but like, it'd be nice to have a goal. Well, I think it's important for everybody to have a goal. You that's right outside your grasp to try and like achieve that. So if you haven't already subscribed, my point is hit the subscribe button because you won't get notifications. So it won't even be like you subscribe. It won't even be like a burden. Just hit the subscribe button anyway. Um, but if you do want some notifications, hit the bell and then give them your driver's license and your first and your social security number and like your firstborn child. Yeah. And, and then like don't have do a backflip. Yeah. But like you might have to sacrifice your marriage. You, we don't know. Yeah. I mean, but you know that some. You know what? That translates into sales somehow. But uh, we I, we haven't quite figured that out. But it has something to do with the algorithm. That's right. Yeah. But uh, so do subscribe if you haven't already. Uh, we we would truly appreciate it, and it's the best way to help us out is subscribe and of course like the videos that you do like. If you know, or if you're just throwing likes out, why not give us one too? Uh, Austin F says, "Hey guys, just pop in and say love your stuff. What title do you think deserves the Hickman treatment? Catch you on the rewatch. Thank you very much, Austin F." Um, uh, Maybe Iron Man. <laughs> I got one. I got one. It's yeah. A, it's terrible. Ready? Ghost Rider. Yes! <laughs> Forget it! Forget it! Such a good idea. He Forget left. Uh, Austin F. says, Hey guys, just popping in to say love your stuff. Oh, that's right. You already did that. I'm, I'm ending the show. Don't come back. Don't come back. I'm ending it by myself. I can do it. I'm a big girl. I don't know how to do it. Is it this? Yeah, it's that. Oh, I was going to redo the thing, I guess. I don't know. Bye, All right, guys. so long. Did I do it? Nope. <laughs>